What's up, Jabronis? Welcome to a very special NBA Playoffs Preview Edition of Jabroni Sports. We don't quite have the full house today. We're short of Silky. Shout out to Silky. Hope you're doing okay driving in this mid-April blizzard here in the wonderful state of Wisconsin. I am your host, AJ Firstenow. My Twitter handle is at AJ Firstenow. Joined, as always, by Gonzo. What up? I'm at Gonzo1323. Holla at you, boy. And Trey. What's up? I'm um, at Trey Montuano. And produced, Tell them how to spell that. C-R-E-M-A-N-T-U-A-N-O. And produced today by the one, the only, G-Baby LaFleur, Johnny Matuano. What's up? How's it going, guys? What up? All right. I don't know. Doing? It's fucking, we're trapped in a blizzard, oh. so there's NBA. Yeah, that part's not great. The people listening should be appreciative that we're even doing this fucking podcast. That is true. We had to we had to overcome some obstacles. Your, get, your windshield wipers got all fucked windshield up. Windshield wipers fixed. I fucking... It's tough. Oh my there. god, that was like five f words in yeah, no, I know. Seconds. But that's how I feel about this weather. Well, I know, but the weather though. I mean, I, I do feel that way about this weather. But we're here. True. We uh, uh, we got it together. We managed to make it up here in one piece. By the way, I'm blessed. I'm breathing. Yeah. Uh, our Twitter account, Jabroni Sports PC. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's Jabroni Sports PC. Because we don't we don't swear. We don't talk anything. We are very politically correct. <laughs> podcast. That's also. Right, but I think it's just because we're we're so politically correct. Also, Facebook, YouTube. Go ahead and like, subscribe, comment. Any comments that you make will be read on the show. Ask us questions. And Please. smash that motherfucking like button. And most importantly, smash, smash that, that like, like button. button smash that motherfucking like button. <laughs> All right, boys. So, here we are. Today is Sunday of the NBA playoffs, so we've had a day of game ones under our belts. Um, yeah. Honestly, yesterday, kind of a kind of a like <laughs> mediocre slate of games, if I can be totally real. Um, the other, late game was fun. The night the nightcap was great, but I think a lot of people were probably asleep by the time that one got spicy. Well, you should stay up later. It's That's right. Be a, night, be a night owl. You fucking assholes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yesterday, kind of a disappointing slate of games. Uh, so far today, we got we got off to a pretty, pretty. I don't I don't want to say it was a good good start necessarily, but it was a more entertaining game uh, with, the, with the Boston Celtics beating the Bucks in overtime to start off today. But uh, let's let's kind of dive into some of these playoff matchups, starting with the ones that took place yesterday. Let's do it. Um, just to get things rolling right away, then let's start first game first. Uh, Golden State made what looked like light work of San Antonio yeah. uh, in, in the opener. I tried to watch that game, and eventually, like midway through the first, I was like, "This is pretty much over." But yeah, San it's Antonio. It's fun to team, see see uh, Golden State turn it on and. JaVale McGee, shouts out to my boy JaVale oh. McGee. JaVale McGee! Out there killing it yesterday. With the gold grill as well. JaVale, JaVale <laughs> had the gold grill, the gold, gold grill, grill rocking yesterday. Instead of a mouth guard. Yeah, that was, I mean, gold grill JaVale is like hoodie mellow, apparently. Like, he's a superstar. San Antonio's not very fun to watch without Kawhi. It's a rough watch. Yeah, I don't know how, like, the problem was, because I was looking and I'm like, it, at halftime, it was like they're not. It's not even like they're like missing good looks. They just weren't getting good looks. Like they can't do anything to get easy offense against the, the Warriors. Like, nothing easy. Nothing, nothing easy. It just there wasn't. And then for the Warriors, conversely, on the other end, there's so many possessions where it's just a little. It's a quick. It's a quick one screen. It's a quick. It's a quick hook action. It's a quick iso. It's just like they just do like one action and then they get a good look. And the Warriors are, I mean, the Spurs are over there grinding out, like, 18 seconds to get, like, a contested 22-footer by Rudy Gay. Yes. You know, it was just night and day watching those two teams, like, work. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't see a reason to think San Antonio can do much in this series besides maybe steal a game. Yeah. Like, it's just... I don't it's, think... It's, I think that's a sweep. Yeah. I think it's a sweep, too. <clears throat> yeah, I don't... I just, it's, Clay I, Thompson I, got teed up. 
Clay Thompson actually Clay looked, Thompson was pissed. Light skin toughness. Yeah, which Ooh. is weird because usually Clay doesn't look like he's aware that there's a game going on, <laughs> but he managed to get teed up, which was yeah, pretty incredible. Um, yeah, like I, I just I don't it feels I don't know I don't, it feels like a game one overreaction like oh based on game one that's what it is but like it's kind of what I expected going into the series so it would seem it seemed more like confirmation than like a surprise. It was more sad than anything that you're just like, oh, this is going to be a series. Watch now, Pop will take it seven games. <laughs> I that's That'd be cool. I just don't see how you get to that other than if LaMarcus Aldridge is going to have to average like 40 and 25. Yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge <laughs> back downs at every possession. Right, it's going to have to be like facing double teams and just shooting over them. Like, I'm not sure how you get there. Um, Tony Parker and Manu have to turn back the clock. There's just, there's so many like what, like ifs that you need for San Antonio to make it a series. And for Golden State, the only thing is, if Golden State plays about as well as they are, then they win every game. Like that's there's not like you don't need these like crazy things to happen. You just need them to basically be the team that they are. And it's good for San Antonio just to get in the playoffs, to keep that streak going that they had gone. Oh yeah, that's twenty a, years. In I'm a row, sure Pop I think was it was in the playoffs. Gave a yeah. shit about that. Yeah, that, but I mean, it's but without yeah, Kawhi for with Kawhi for out for sixty five games this year, it's pretty impressive. It, it is, is an impressive. accomplishment, but yeah. Did you see uh, the press conference with Pop? Did anybody else see that? The post game, no. the post game one. Yeah, yeah, it was a little, little prickly. It was a little prickly. <laughs> it was funny. I think he. That was. was funny. Yeah. Like, Come on, somebody asked me something. What do they pay you guys for? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "All right, we're good." And yeah. Walked out. <laughs> yeah, I, Pop's Pop's relationship with the media is a. Uh, I don't know, man. I go like sometimes I feel like he just shits on people and like it's unnecessary to an extent, though. Honestly, like sometimes it is just people trying to do their job and like he just fucking like berates them. But I get it, and like we like, we like we enjoy it to an extent for sure. Like we kind of like play into it, I think. But it, it's given Pop like immunity from actually ever having to answer basketball questions. Yeah. Like the only time Pop ever gives you a real answer now is if you ask him about like the French elections <laughs> or like about racism in America. But like politics. Yeah, for being such a smart basketball mind, I don't remember the last time Pop said anything interesting about basketball. But I mean, who can really question Pop? I mean, that's, but okay, but do reporters, like, why, so we can't ask any coaches questions then? Because I would assume most reporters don't know as much as most coaches. No, but I'm just saying, as far as, like, uh, how do I put this? If, I don't know, I don't know how to explain this. No. Uh, Russell Westbrook's really bad with the media, too. Terrible. awful. Terrible. Very confrontational. Very combative. Like, yeah, very, very much so, I think. But like, like I said, I mean, we give we give those guys a pass because like, oh, it's like all oh, the media fuck those guys. Like, it's to to an extent sometimes, yeah. But think about how. All right, here's here's the point I was trying to make. Like, there's a lot of bullshit questions where reporters question Pop. Like, oh, should you have done that? Like, what? Yeah, like I think question it, his like decision making because everyone's gonna make fucked up thing. I don't know. I just I would have too much respect if I was a reporter working around Pop. I would I would pick my battles. I think what AJ is saying is at at some point they asked him questions. Now they don't even try anymore. Like they don't. It's They're just scared po- to. It's just pointless. You're scared and to ask him questions. And it's, it's kind of became like a joke. Yeah. And they're like, "Thanks, Pop," and they're like, "Back to you guys." And I was like, "Why do you even interview him then?" Yep. Because it's okay now. He has to. Right, but it's no because it's funny. That yeah. I think is why. But. Yeah, because it's the pop thing. Like, yeah. oh, pop shits on you, or he gives you a one word answer, and like, ha ha ha, and then like everyone like moves on. But, like, if Eric Spolster did that, they'd be like, oh, Spolster's an asshole. You know? Like, I, I just think it's a double standard. I don't think if any other coach did that, it would be okay. I just, I can't imagine, like, Steve Kerr doing that. I or, mean, let's be honest. That's 
those uh, interviews at the end of the first quarter and at the end of the third quarter. Oh, just I don't need them. I don't, I, to, that's yeah. not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is Trey's bringing, saying a post-game press conference, which is one of the staples of writing. Like, that's where you get your quotes. That's where you have things to talk about in a, in a playoff series. Like, that's the most, like, the first and third quarter interviews, they could get rid of tomorrow and I wouldn't give a shit. Like I'm talking about, like like post like this is this is part of the job. Like when you take an NBA head coaching job, post game press conferences are part of your responsibilities. That's yeah. not like a thing you could just be like, oh fuck that. Like that should be like to me like almost like a finable offense. If you go in and you're that combative and you like won't answer any questions and you don't give anybody anything and you know. See, but I thought that this one was funny because nobody even tried to ask. There was one That's, question, yeah. and then he was like, "Come on." Yep. And nobody even tried. Yeah. I would have been like, I would have been that guy that's like, shot your shot. Rifling questions, <laughs> even if they're stupid. Yeah. You're going to answer me, Pop, damn it. So, Pop, uh, Rudy Gay, what's up with that? <laughs> he was good, now he's not good. What's happening with that? <laughs> he plays for our basketball team. Yep. I'm like, all right, fair enough. Good answer. Good answer. It was like uh, the Eli Manning one from the. From the NFL se- this past NFL season, when he walked into the press conference and nobody was there, there was, wasn't there one guy. <laughs> there was one guy there, and then he's like, "All right," and he just walked back out. Oh shucks! Like poor Eli. Oh jeez, he was nice Eli. enough to go though. Yeah, he's, he's, that's Eli Manning's like career. He's a nice enough guy. He walked in and he was like thinking about walking back out, and he's like, "I'll sit down," and then he's like, "I'm gonna leave." It's like I'm sorry, my bad. But uh, yeah, I mean, aside from aside from Pop's probably increasingly terse interviews in this series, I don't think there's much else to watch for. Um, yeah, next series. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say honestly, next, like, n- next series. Um, the second game yesterday. Oh my God, the Toronto Raptors won a game one. Look Ooh, at that! Right. They did it. Uh, the, the Raptors won game one, one fourteen to one hundred six against the Wizards, and what was a pretty competitive game. That game was was pretty entertaining as well. Um, good game. Yeah, it was a very good game. Did you guys see anything in that to indicate that there might be a series here? I'm with you. I think you're going to say the same thing. As I me. didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either. I was, I was busy. <laughs> yeah, it was like Raptors, time. Wizards. Uh, during the day, I'm going to do some other stuff. Yeah, yeah. no, that's fair. Stuff to take it's care a of. Pretty loaded slate of basketball the first weekend. But, I also uh, don't know how much that series matters. Um, it matters. That, that, that could be a de- that could be a decent series. No, but actually. I'm saying either one of those teams do they like matter? Like, yeah, the Raptors are first. Yeah, am I wrong? I, mm-hmm. Don't care. Well, I th- I still think the Cavs are gonna beat them, but it's an important series because I think the Wizards are gonna be close. They were close last game, and I think the Wizards are gonna take them to at least six or seven. Six. Either yeah. team is gonna sure. get stepped on For by sure. the Cavs, though. So what? Either team is gonna I, get stepped on by the Cavs. So I yeah, I don't know about stepped on. I don't actually know about that. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. I don't know about stepped on. Yeah. Um, I mean, Indiana's up thirteen on Cleveland right now with five fifty to go in that game one. Yeah, they, they got this. So. Um, <laughs> Cavs got this. The Cavs, like, I don't really know. Five we'll, minutes we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that series. But I want to talk about Toronto and Washington right now. Um, I Yeah, here's, like, is John Wall, is John, can John Wall, can you matter if John Wall's your best player? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. How, how good can you be? You can, can win you, a, you can you, win a title? Yeah. I disagree. I think John Wall's a hell of a player. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's a top ten player. I mean, name ten players. No, don't start. No, that. I don't want to yeah. do that. But I don't that, like that's. Fair I, I, enough, I don't though. care about top whatever. I just to me, can you win a title with John Wall as the best player on your team? Is like where I'm because I used to think the answer was yes, but I'm not. I don't know that that's true anymore. I think if you have enough around him, you could. I think. But. I think you have to have, like, I think you have to have a third piece that's a lot more compelling than anything they have. 
as okay, but like, so that you have you have, you have Wall Porter and you have Beal. Like Porter's probably the third wheel there. Um, yeah, and is Porter that good? He's pretty good. What about Marcin? I know, but the no, Marcin, Marcin's the I'm not saying that it's like... I'm not, <laughs> he is the third. Um, but I'm not saying, like, that it has to like that it has to be somebody, like... It's going to be somebody that's almost as good as John Wall and could eclipse John Wall, is the way I look at it, is the kind of guy that you need to be there. I don't think Otto Porter is ever going to eclipse John Wall. Sure. So, like, the margin between the first, second, and third best player on that team... John Wall being the first has to be a very small gap. Yeah. Of this guy's almost better than John Wall. Yeah. And they're not there right now. So, I mean, if they want to get there, they obviously need another player and I don't, I don't think they're I think Bradley the, I think Bradley Beal was really really fantastic in John Wall's absence. Yeah. Yeah, I, he was um, definitely. I would say so that's why I'm that's why I'm like a little bit like on the maybe no cuz like Bradley Beal's really like really close to being as good as John Wall. Like, there's not much of a drop-off at all. So you're going to have to have a third guy that's basically as, just as good as they are, and then they suddenly are a title contender? I'm not I sure think, that... I'm not sure I, guess, you, you I, I get that. You need a team around him and a coach, and I don't think... I think, so I just think seems, if you like, have... Just okay. seems like a lot of what-ifs. Who, yeah. who would be that third guy, though? Like, let's just throw somebody in there. Because I think you could build that team, and all of a sudden they're a contender. That's what I'm. That's what I'm asking you because I think the answer is no. So I guess I'm asking you that oh, question. Um, I'm trying <laughs> to think of somebody that I'd put in that position. Because um, I don't think there is a person. Yeah. It, what about? Do they have money in free agency? Is no, this just no? John they Wall, have no money. John Wall they don't like, have a good pick. They're just John Wall's yeah. Like, they're like, fucked. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> they're, I'm not they're arguing. That I mean, we can like have yeah. a future. I'm just saying if they got a third superstar, I think they could matter. Yeah. No, I'm not asking like will, you, I'm not asking will they matter because the answer is probably no. But I'm asking. We're doing the hypothetical John Wall like. That's that's yeah that's what more what I'm interested because that because John Wall like just he's not necessarily locked into Washington because if Washington thinks that situation's not going anywhere he can get traded that's the NBA like yeah so John Wall can for sure like I don't see him playing out this contract with Washington honestly I don't think what's up when is it up four years from now I don't think that you can win a title with John Wall as your best player just straight up like I just I don't think that he can take over a game honestly. You saw him try during the um, the game. If you guys were watching it, he tried to take over a few times, and he just ended up. I'm gonna give charging I'm, at the hole and like turning it over. I'm gonna give him a pass, honestly, for this postseason because he for he, sure. he's, he was hurt. He missed so many games. He just came back right before the playoffs. Um, so I like I'm not gonna count whatever he does in this postseason necessarily against him too heavily. But for me, it's more just the way that he failed to close out the series last year against against Boston when they're up three two in that series, two shots to close it out. Didn't really come up big in Game Six or Game Seven. Uh, disappeared mostly in Game Seven. Um, he has a lot. Of, he tends to have a lot of really inefficient games. I think yesterday he was like six of twenty, something like that. Um, so like, if coaching has a lot to do with it too, I think Scott Brooks sucks. Um, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm pretty on record thinking Scott Brooks is a bad coach. I find myself at the end of the year every year reevaluating the NBA season, and being like, why don't why aren't the Wizards better? Yep. Yep. And and I think Scott Brooks has a lot to do with that. Mm-hmm. And John Wall, like you said, he disappears and he's so up and down. But just as a team, the whole team is so up and down. Yep. And I think that has a lot to do with coaching. They also don't have a roster top to bottom that you're like, oh, okay. They don't. Like but when you look through at an NBA season, it's 82 games. Most oh. of your guys will miss games. Also, right. I was I was uh, I was um, surprised they committed so much money to Otto Porter. 
They were like, we're going to match every offer that any team throws at us for him. But that's kind of been the Nets gimmick, is force you to make uncomfortable decisions, because the Nets did the same thing with Alan Crabb. Yeah. The Nets will come in and they'll offer your like, sixth, seventh man like 480 like four years, eighty million, and now all of a sudden you're like, well, do we let him go for nothing, or do we match it? And now it's a weird contract. Like, so that was again like the restricted. For, that's the Bucks. The Bucks with Jabari will be facing that decision very shortly. The Nets are the trolls of the, the NBA. The Nets super <laughs> are the trolls because they have a ton of cap space but no draft picks. So they <laughs> like they have to try to use free agency to their advantage. Because um, uh, what's Brokerov traded away every single <laughs> one of them for KG, Paul Pierce, and. Who else? I don't even remember. Uh, they tried to get Ray Allen, but he was like, trying to get Darren Williams. Like, we'll yeah. just take yeah, the yeah, Celtics yeah. team. Yeah, that was, man. That they were building around uh, Robin Williams Lopez, Brooke Lopez? I don't remember. Yeah, Brooke Lopez. Yep, Brooke Lopez. Oh, yeah, Brooke. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just like I said, the whole the whole, the thing with, with Washington is, yeah, I think Scott Brooks is kind of like getting a fly under the radar because we all know how poorly the Bucks play the second half of the season. But the crazy part to me was, I was talking to Zach Gonzo about this yesterday, was that the Wizards fell below the Bucks, While the Bucks were playing horribly, the Wizards actually, like, the Bucks still gained ground on Washington. That's, that's like, I don't know, to me that was incredible. It explains um, the Wizards to a T. They just yeah are so up and down. Yep. Um, but I think, yeah, I think for me that series probably probably Toronto in six. That's how I, I feel about it. Um, I think the Wizards have a lot of talent, and I think that talent will be enough to win a couple games. And that's probably about it for this for so, the season for them. I'm the Wizards now. Just Wizards. fucking go against yeah. all of you guys. Oh, you're gonna pick the Wizards? Yeah. On uh, the Wizards, so it's it's John Wall, Bradley Beal. I know Gortat starts. Otto Porter, and then who's other? Do they uh, got they a have, Morris. They have a Morris. Yep. They have Markeith. They have okay, they still have a Morris. Yeah. Oubre. Uh, Kelly Oubre Jr. Yep. Oubre's okay. Who starts Morris? Uh, yeah. Correct. Power forward. Okay. Oubre is more of a three. Very, yeah, I was uh, just curious. I no, don't remember. Ubre's for sure, uh, more of a shooting guard, small forward type, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Markeith. Markeith had a really nice game yesterday. Twenty-two yeah, points on nine of fifteen. His brother had a good uh, game today. Had, oh, we'll get some, to that. It's the same guy playing. It's hit some. Hit some. Have you ever seen them both in the same room? Yeah. Not since college. Oh, okay. Then. There no, were not, several not, players not on Phoenix. Several players <laughs> on the Celtics that have good uh, uh, old man games. Yeah. We'll get to that though. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll we'll get to them. So. You got that, but you got you got Washington in uh, in that series, Gonzo. Washington in seven. Washington in seven. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, just fuck it. All right. In we're not putting money. I mean, on if you if you put money on it, uh, just let me know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Pass, hard pass. Okay. Uh, so the third game yesterday. Wait, we're not all gonna say what we got. Oh, what do you got then? Raps in six. Raps in six. Okay. Oh, all right, so I, I thought we already agreed yeah, with I thought, I, thought, I thought you said the same thing when we did that. Uh, already, I said but yeah. same. But yeah. But yeah. yeah. But uh, okay, um, we didn't talk about Toronto at all. Is that, is that I just? I mean, everybody knows. Well, here's the thing. What they are pa- partially, yeah, exactly. I'll say what's. I mean, Toronto is Toronto. Um, Toronto's a really good team, and I, 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 I have such a hard time because, like, you know that they're not. Gonna, they're not. Still, they're still not a title contender. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're it, it, if it's not the Cavs or the Sixers in the East, that'd be shocking. That's as far yeah. as it goes for me. Like, there's no way. It's so weird, but neither of the top two seeds have a shot to win the East, which is super weird, but it's so true. Yeah. Okay, it's not that weird because the Celtics had one of their – they had their best player get hurt. The, the, the Celtics the week before. In, injured team would be a playoff team. Yeah, the Celtics injured players would be a playoff team. The right Celtics now. next year are yeah. probably going to be. But they wouldn't be, they wouldn't be the number two, though. No, 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 no. No hell no, but but they'd still be in the playoffs. Yeah, but the Raptors, the Raptors are really, really good, man. Like, we why just, are we've we been, all counting them out? Well, then? we've just seen it so, so much. Mm-hmm. They've been the same exact team for the past three years, and 
the same thing happens every single time. And, like, even though they won game one yesterday, it didn't do anything to make me, like, more confident in them as a team. I didn't watch yeah. that game and Milwaukee be like, Milwaukee took oh, them the, to a game yeah, seven. Yeah, I didn't think, like, oh, the Raptors. What yeah, the Raptors are good. last year? Serge Ibaka. No, no Serge has been on there. Yeah, but he wasn't on, the, he wasn't on the team for a full season. To get he, the chemistry down. there plenty. He was he, there he'd plenty been there for a while. Yeah. He only had, like, 30 games. Yeah, but so. Maybe less than that. It. I'm a big proponent of team chemistry, and he was a bit lost last year. Now his chemistry is a bit better. Yeah, but with a guy Spacing like Serge, with a guy like Serge, I don't think that team chemistry has a whole heck of a lot to do with. Why is Serge team, your be, second best because player? Because he's a he is Serge is what he is on the on the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no Kyle Lowry. Okay, and then Serge is number three. He's got to be right. Yeah, Serge yeah. is number three. Serge has to be their third best player. Who else? OG Anunoby. You a big uh, Jonas, Jonas, Jonas Valanciunas? I'm just making yeah. sure. I like the, the Lithuanian <laughs> superstar. You're considering uh, yeah, uh, like, voting for Jonas? No, I was just going Your pause was already too long. I was just trying to think of the okay. small forward. And... Yeah, no, your pause was already too long. No, but I'm to like, answer your question with Serge, I don't think that the team chemistry matters that much because Serge is what he is. He's he's a mid-range jump shooter. He gets rebounds. He shoots threes, guy. Block shots. Okay. He shoots a little bit of threes. It matters for everybody's team chemistry. But you're not like, oh, Serge is open in the corner with three seconds left. I don't think so. You need, yeah, you you are. They have have to. to. Yeah, what do you mean? They, they I'm do. not passing to Serge. I know, but that's Serge. He's the third <laughs> option, though. So when like when DeRozan, threes, when, when DeRozan gets double teamed and they close out hard to Lowry, he's swinging at the Serge in the corner. Trey, Serge's game is being a interior defender, rebounder, and a three point shooter. Honestly, a poor man's Chris Bosh is how I've looked at him like a lot of his career. Oh. That's how I think of Serge Ibaka. Like when I view him in that scope, he's changed a lot. I'm not since confident in okay, from three still, yeah. but he shot he shot 36 percent from threes this year. So I mean. That's a, I mean, okay. yeah, exactly. Like it's, I'm not. It's a, it's a good, good enough shot. Uh, yesterday he was three or four from threes as well. He didn't so. start doing that till he was on Spain. Those yeah. guys had influence on. <laughs> yeah, Serge, Serge had, Serge was definitely the, probably the best player yesterday. I'd say he was what, like, yeah, twenty three and twelve, eight of eleven from the field, three or four. From what threes. about Demore? Uh, Serge has to be over thirty. Good for Serge. Serge, he's not over thirty. Serge is twenty eight years old. Really? Uh, well, wow. it's what he's listed as. He has, he has he's Congo. He's, oh yeah, he's Congolese. <laughs> so yeah, Serge is only twenty eight. Serge is twenty eight, quote unquote. Um, nice. Also, Bucks killer Delon Wright had eighteen points in that game as well. So hey, did uh, Sterling Brown cut his hair? He did. He I did. Thought I noticed that. He and did. even weirder, wow, Nikola Mirotic. Yeah. Nikolo Mirotic shaved his beard. Yeah. I yeah. saw that. That doesn't look right. Nope. He looks horrendous. We'll get to him very shortly, though. <laughs> Coming right up. That's a good tease. I like that. It's a good tease. We'll get to him We'll discuss Nikola Mirotic's naked rat mole face in, a, in just a few minutes. His teammates went after him <laughs> in practice when they saw a stubble. Yet he had stubble, which would imply yeah. he shaved before the game. Yeah, you know what? Let's, let's and get, it already grew in. Let, let's get into that series, actually. That oh, was, sorry. That was yesterday we got to finish well. up. This finish beard up. reminds me of when Bobby Portis knocked me out, oh, Need to shave now. <laughs> I thought beard would protect. It would sudden the impact. Cushion blow. Um, yeah, not so much. My face is hot. <laughs> so the nightcap last night was indeed that New Orleans Portland game. Uh, definitely the best game of the Saturday slate. Oh yeah. New Orleans jumped out to a lead early. Uh, looked pretty comfortable for most of the game. Uh, they also stopped remembering how to play basketball with about four minutes left in that game mm-hmm. and let Portland make an extremely quick, like, 10-0 run to cut it to, like, I think Portland briefly took the lead. Uh, they, they went back and forth a little bit down the stretch the last couple minutes. Uh, Anthony Davis, there's no answer for him on Portland. That's, the to me, the biggest issue in that series. There's is, no answer for Anthony Davis in the league. 
Sure, but <laughs> Portland in particular. <laughs> Fair. That's fair. Maybe Joel Embiid. Portland in particular, though, has just... Their their attempts at matchups all have, like, obvious fatal flaws. Like, do you throw Nurkic on him? Like, oh, okay. Like, he can can bang, but as soon as... You know what you throw on him? hmm. Zach Collins. Zach, they tried that. They tried that, too. Um, That bench in Portland. Ed Davis? Oh. Uh, dude, yeah, I know. Oh, when Portland's bunch came oh. in, I said to Gonzo, I was like, "This is an, this is a lineup in an NBA playoff game." It was fucking. It was Shabazz Shab- Napier, Pat Connaughton, Zach Collins, Ed Davis, and Evan Turner was they, was an actual they NBA could use lineup. Rudy Fernandez, right? Yeah, now. no. That I think was, I'm playing that team in church league tonight. And that, exactly. <laughs> and that happened with Lillard played 42 minutes. McCollum played 37, and they still had. A lot of minutes going to just like I don't know, like traffic cops and ball boys. Like it was so yeah, bad. Yeah, but that's kind of how they play. Poor Terry Stotts. Yeah, that's... they just gotta stay in it when those guys are in it, and then Dave. Those Come neither one of those teams is going in. anywhere at all, right? I mean, no, you're right. I love yeah, I love yeah. Damian Lillard and I love C.J. McCollum and I love Anthony Davis. He's like one of my top two favorite players in the NBA. But number one is Carmelo, right? No, number one's Giannis. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> But I just, they're not good. Not, neither one of those teams are going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, probably not. But in the West, like, getting to the second round is fucking hard. Like, so, I oh, mean, for sure. You know, it's more, of an, it's more of an accomplishment to me to be a second round team in the West than it is in the East. Um, and I think it's, it'd be good for Anthony Davis and for the Pelicans to just see some results in the playoffs. It'd make Boogie be like, ooh. Yep, I'd say that because the Marcus Cousins free agency decision looms this offseason. Well, I think um, a big factor in bringing Nikola Mirotic to the team was keeping them afloat and you know making it look appealing for Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. I, think, I think that was really but important But does he play the three next year? Mirotic? Yeah. Probably. I mean, what's, might what's the lineup look like right now? I don't even know. Well, I don't know, but I'm Drew Holiday. Me I know and AJ a were talking guard. about Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen dude really play that much. Nice block yesterday. Yeah, he Drew had a Holiday, really good game. Drew Holiday was get a, out of here, really, Pat really, really, really nice game. I actually did watch that game. Yeah, Drew Holiday had a game. really, yeah. really nice game. Nikola Mirotic, I thought, played extremely well. Um, he could for sure play the three because currently they start, they start, they start Drew Holiday, Rondo, and Etwan Moore all together. So they oh, yeah, start essentially, they essentially start three guards. So I mean, you could start Mirit- either way. Like they don't have a three. They have Solomon Hill, is their small forward who play comes in off the bench. He got too much money. Uh yeah. Ian Clark gets a little bit of run for them. Um, but I, I think I think you could definitely slide Miritic down to the three and just kind of go big. Next Miritich year, can't keep up on defense with go hard. Uh, no, but guess what? Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis can. can. Yeah, so you can just flip that. So I think that helps them out a lot. Um, but I see, Miritich is Miritich is um, useful on the right team. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, just not the Bulls. Yeah. No, not at all. I mean, he's filled it up a couple times, but you, know, he's, you got a you got a significant upgrade at the position. So I mean, yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I think it just it helps a lot in Denzel Valentine. Well, Denzel. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. What Valentine? I thought you were talking about Valentine's, Justin Holiday, like Skeeter Valentine. What an upgrade! Aren't they related? What an upgrade! Let's talk about the bull. Yeah, talk about but, the bull. Uh, yeah, I thought. I thought. I th- the talk other thing the too, the unsung hero yesterday for New Orleans was was, was to me Rajon Rondo. Yeah, uh, Rajon Rondo had seventeen fucking assists. He, he gets her seventeen going. assists. He gets her going come playoff time. Yep. man. last year. Yeah, Mirotic was out there swacking too. Yep, the him and Anthony Davis chemistry was. Oh my god, it was so amazing. It was so amazing. Rondo um, can feed you the rock. Yeah. He always could. So I, I, I thought that that was really good. And like I said, after watching that game, I uh, I just I don't I don't think Portland has an answer for, for the Anthony Davis problem. 
Um, no. Damian Lillard's one of my favorite players in the league. I like CJ McCollum a lot. I think this is poor. I think that this is uh, New Orleans in six. Hmm. Wow. No, I think it goes seven. Oh, I haven't thought about it too much. Uh, it goes seven. Damn. And I'll go Pelicans. Pels in seven. Unless Drew Holiday gets hurt, then I have the right <laughs> to revert. I got uh, Blazers in seven. Blazers in seven. I'm going to go Blazers in seven. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm, I'm going Pelicans in six. I, uh... Yeah, I just I think that they don't lose a they don't lose a home game the rest of the way and that's it. I think Portland holds there tomorrow. I feel like both teams in that game last night took naps for like long periods of that game. Yeah, it's like you gotta do. like oh well, Portland stop trying. Yep, it almost made me take a nap. It almost put Zach oh. to sleep just thinking about it. <laughs> I um, got a yawn in yeah. the microphone, so people. Yeah, okay, buddy. Just thinking about it, he's getting tuckered out over oh, there. Man, I'm just thinking how late that game was. Jeez, <laughs> jeez, Louise. What guys. time did that tip off? Like nine, nine thirty, nine thirty. It was yeah. lovely though. I'm just getting old. Yeah, it was the midnight. Yeah, it got sure. it wrapped up around twelve thirty, something like that. So East Coast people, sorry. Um, that's when you got to do the old man thing. I do it sometimes. You got to tape it and watch it later, or yeah. find it find it online and watch it. Well, yeah. oh damn, I'm not gonna do a shout out, but we have a service which you know <laughs> other services could pay us, so oh, we could drop it. their Come name on. in the spot. But we're not gonna do that for free. But um, well, yeah, we have unlimited DVR. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, so pretty baller. I was go. at the bar. I watched it at the there bar. That's the way to do nice. it. Of course you did. Nice. High did five. you well, did you tell darts. people to follow Jabroni Sports? Of course. And smash hey, the like button. I, I we told them get... I was going to be talking about it tomorrow. Hey, we got to get Jabroni fucking Sports business smash. cards. because I Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. You told them you were going to talk about it tomorrow, but then you asked me what's up with the podcast today. So <laughs> <You're right. laughs> Last night you knew there was a podcast, <laughs> but, but today you forgot there no, was I a lied. podcast. I didn't, I didn't say that, and I did not know there was a podcast today. <laughs> okay, I was just making sure. He was playing, I texted you guys. He was playing one truth and a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I, there had to have been a lie in well, there. Was that like some sort of test? Or? <laughs> it was Johnny's like, Johnny got yeah. caught in What is the end goal? It was a very easy lie to catch. Um, it, you know, I was caught up in the choke. We were yeah. making a choke. You look like E.T. right now. <laughs> Because <laughs> you got your hood up, you drinkers. <laughs> Take a selfie here. and put it on Jabroni Sports Twitter yeah. so yeah, people know what I'm talking about. I'm cold. Get, get some good hashtag engagement I'm, out there. I'm cold. I'm cold. <laughs> I can't put my hood up. Olive oil. <laughs> Just because we're in a snowstorm, we're inside. All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. So, finally, wrapping up the games from yesterday Miami and Philadelphia. Um,. A spicy one. Yeah, Miami. Miami was like Miami was real good early first half. Uh, they it, it basically it showed like the, the 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 formula that I think Miami needs to follow to win that series is to just kind of muck it up, be annoying, uh, keep it close, be physical. And what game were we talking? Miami who? Miami versus Philly. Um, oh man, was that the late one? How no, long is how long is that one. beat oh, out for? Is Embiid it just says one he game? expects to return game two or three. And Bede said he expects to return during this series. Uh, Whenever Rihanna shows up. He's been practicing with the mask on, but they won't let him wear a black mask for some reason. Wait, yeah, did you say he's been practicing with the mascot? With the, the mask, mask on. Yeah, oh, he has a mask. He's been practicing with the mascot. mascot. <laughs> they were shooting around. Dude, him and Benjamin Franklin have been out there playing one-on-one. <laughs> did yeah. you see him hit the gong? Maybe like his dance moves. Yeah. I don't know. Who, who is the mascot for the Sixers? Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin what do you mean? Franklin. That's no, what I fucking no, 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 no. No, it's Benjamin Franklin. You guys are the guy who dresses in all blue. It's hip-hop. 
No, you it's hip hop the rabbits. <laughs> it's hip hop the rabbit. Are I think <laughs> I believe Benjamin Franklin more than that. Actually, no. are they one of the teams that just dresses up a monkey? Because no. they're oh. like anything relevant. Hip hop the rabbit or I the, like the, the sons? Magic, Why is the, the, the magic, sons mask the gorilla? Monkey. They have the gorilla. <laughs> oh, gorilla. The yeah. magic have a. Oh no, they have, yeah, they puff the magic dragon. So I guess it's something. Okay, see that's good. The though. Sixers no. mascot isn't, isn't has changed. Isn't it just a guy who wears like a blue spandex and a, a Sixers jersey? No, that's terrifying. If that's that's true. just a okay. Fan. Listen, listen. <laughs> that's their just current the guy who likes the Sixers. Their <laughs> mascot is Franklin the dog. Franklin Wait, the dog, what? like Benjamin Franklin the dog. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Uh, Nailed it. Hip hop is hip hop died in <laughs> 2011. When did is that when Nas wrote the song Hip Hop Is Dead? Yeah, that was actually about the 76ers mascot. <laughs> R.I.P. Hip Hop. <laughs> that was that was actually Nas's song. Was true. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> man, that's <laughs> fucked up, man. But uh, back to the game. Uh, yeah, we talk about favorite mascots yeah. in the NBA. Back to the game we'll get here. To that later. We'll get there. This is the NBA playoff edition, not the NBA mascot edition. Um, <laughs> Fucking mascot. <laughs> the second half showed why I think the Sixers are going to win the series in five. Um, the, the the Heat did not have an answer for Ben Simmons. Um, that's terrifying too. Yeah. <laughs> the reason the Sixers are going to win because they Sixers have better. Before. They have better talent. Uh, much better talent. They're well coached. Uh, it was it was um, Miami was uh, missing Whiteside for a lot of the game because he was in foul trouble and that really that really killed him. That's gonna happen though a lot this year, yeah. I think. And what about when especially when Embiid's back? Yeah, I I I've been wanting to talk about the series. Uh, also, not sure why you'd say that because Hassan Whiteside had one foul yesterday in twelve minutes. He was in foul. You lied again. <laughs> so why he, was he out then? So, lied again because he doesn't really match up that well with Philadelphia. Oh yeah, he was he was out because um, who was playing center for? Well, the they don't have Sixers. Ursan, I think. Ursan, yeah. right? Yeah, Ursan had like twenty three. You just can't keep Whiteside in there. Ursan had an incredible game. Hold on, Ursan uh, Silva. Had 17 points 17, and, four, okay. and 14 rebounds. Dude, the Sixers. And uh, Marco Bellinelli was filling it up. Marco Bellinelli. Bellinelli. And Bellinelli. Bellinelli had 25. Yeah. Damn. Uh, dude, I love that system where you just have all shooters JJ sitting, on, sitting out there and you just have Ben Simmons like yep. taking to the house. Because they would it, run. They, this, is the, this is the death lineup that killed them in the second half. It was JJ Redick, Dario Saric, Bellinelli, Ilyasova, and Ben Simmons. Um, and the Heat had absolutely no answer for that lineup, and it, it completely rendered Whiteside useless. Yep. Had to take him out of the game, and that's the Heat's best player. If you don't have your best player in, yeah, of course you're not going to be good. Is your best player your best player though? If they can't play against other teams' good lineups, <laughs> so so the Heat are out. Also, yeah, no, no I wanted to Fultz play. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Fultz, it's, Fultz, it's Fultz played. Yeah, okay. Fultz played a little bit. He's, he looked okay. 13, 13 minutes didn't. Yeah. I mean, he do a ton. Know, if you I only wanted... play like thirteen games. Yeah. Before the playoffs in your, in your entire career, you're not going to look too good. Yeah, I really want to talk about the series because um, initially I thought that Miami might. I know it's crazy, but I thought that Miami might win in seven. Mm-hmm. But That's not crazy, because though. because of last night, I really don't think that they can because I thought what Miami would do was they let Philadelphia shoot from outside, mm-hmm. and I thought the lineups that Philly would go with, and this is a credit to Brett Brown, yep. is that. I, I didn't think that they have Bellinelli out there. I didn't think that they have Ursan out there. I didn't think that they have they'd have they played JJ Redick that much, and they sh- they show that they could shoot the three. And I thought Miami would just let him shoot with Ben Simmons because he doesn't really have an outside shot. Fultz, 
he doesn't really have an outside shot. They also and then start, they, just, they, they start Amir Johnson, who's again not right. an outside threat. Yeah. And they just Ooh. get rebounds with Whiteside and play great defense. And Spo would just out coach him. But I, I gotta go. I gotta go Philly now. I'm gonna yeah. go Philly in six. I'm really glad you brought that up because I think that this series is gonna be Brett Brown's like hello America like party because yeah. he's a really good coach. He surprised yeah. me. And he they, surprised me big time. And it's I'm really glad they stuck with him. Because um, it's paying off for them big time right now. Because he's he's got to grow with all those guys. Trust the process. Yep. Like the, he is like their boy. They are his boy. Like it's like they have they they've been through it together. Yep. Uh, I think it's kind of the team chemistry thing Johnny was talking about. I think that that's it's an intangible, but I think it's very tangible in this instance. You can see it. Philly likes their coach. They play hard for him. They play hard for each other. Um, he puts them in positions to be successful, which builds trust. Um, Robert Covington, another one of the floor yeah. spacing guys. Oh, uh, Robert Covington also had a step back where he didn't dribble yesterday. Yeah, he, I saw him. Yeah, he didn't. No, I, said, <laughs> yeah, I, I was watching it. I was watching him. Like, he, just, he, just, he just stepped to the right twice. <laughs> like, he was just like, did it, did it, and, and then, then he shot. And, it was and then in the, in the Bucks game today, Jason Tatum got a rebound and literally fell to the ground. Everybody knows that's a travel. Yep. And I'm like, okay, the NBA has gone too far. It's Well, because, the, 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 yeah, there's a lot of You can't get a rebound and fall to the ground? What is this? Well, if you know, they're if, like a uh, jump ball. Yeah, but it's, it's, sometimes it happens. There's a lot of jump balls in that game, man. Yeah, there's been like, a lot of jump balls, and then they season. didn't call the jump ball at the yeah. end. That was a jump ball. And then what was it yesterday in the, Philly, in the Philly in the Philly Miami game? There was back to back jump balls at one point actually yeah, as well. That was nuts. So there was the NBA is doing with the officiating this playoffs. Let yeah. them play. Um, they're gonna take the. After each series, they're going to rate the officials. Yeah. The highest rated officials are going to move on to the next I round. I thought you were going to say they're bringing Joey Crawford back. <laughs> By God, that's Joey Crawford's music! I think I think it's a great idea because officiating could really impact the game. It can. So the officials Honestly, are though, fighting for a job. I think they already do that. They're just saying that. No, it's just I, I know the NFL does that. I plus, I think it was really great officiating so far, honestly. Thank you. I was just yeah. going to say, I was like, I don't think the officiating has impacted anything person. yet, though. Officiating... Uh, Sometimes pretty piss poor, but yeah. I'm really happy that so far this weekend everything's looked pretty. The, up and the up. stories have not been about the referees. Which I is remember what it last year it was just everything was about the officials. The officials can affect the game. You can find people, uh, random white people, complaining on Twitter about. Yeah, but this is why I don't watch the NBA. They don't call any travels. Yeah, that's Bill Simmons <laughs> said that today on Twitter too. Fucking whiner, whiner oh ass Celtics fans. These guys, they do need to put those guys all on a ship though. and. They need to start calling travel. Some of this stuff. No, I, they, I said they went, they went too far <laughs> yeah. with a couple, but no, I mean, let them play. it's not going to make it's me clearly, stop watching. I'll say the ratings for yesterday were up 17% from the opening Saturday last week. So despite, despite those old people complaining, um, people are still watching and NBA actually much more so. Yeah. NBA's hey, get him, get him back to Philly, though. Who would have thought that, seriously, Marco Bellinelli and Ursan would have played so many minutes. That, I mean, that was amazing I, yesterday. I thought they were like that's why I was upset when at the buyout market that the Bucks swung and missed on both guys because those are both players that can contribute in some yeah. fashion. Urson's got bad history though in playoffs for sure. But I mean, no, just with the Bucks, life. they don't want him back. I, he I still w- has a house in Milwaukee. <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> I know, he was ranked one of yeah. the best power forwards of all time. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have been surprised if Marco Bellinelli didn't even get run yesterday. Yeah, like I. It's ridiculous. But they were ready. They came prepared, and I think that the one thing I, I think I said, I said I said Sixers and five. I'm gonna I'm gonna revise that to Sixers and six. Um, cause That's I think, what I'm going because I, I think Spolstra is gonna be able to make some adjustments and figure out a way to grind out a win or two in the series. Oh and yeah, I'm saying I'm saying Sixers and four. Sweep. Yeah, sweep. 
Spo, Spo will never let that happen. I got sixers and six. There's um, not enough talent on Miami. I actually, uh, Spo don't forget great, about Spo Tyler did a great Johnson. job this year to get them here, though. Like, that's, I know, yeah. but like you can the only sixers, be grindy for so long. The Sixers, but Spo screwed up at the end, didn't he? He won that game in OT against Toronto for no reason, yeah. for no apparent reason, otherwise and then he had to play Philly. Yeah, otherwise they'd be playing uh, Boston right now. Right. Yep. The, yep. the Bucks were like, "Thank you." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll take it. Yep. We lost by thirty. Yep. So, what are you um, trying to say, G? Yeah, what'd you yeah sorry. Uh, what was I saying? I don't even remember. <sighs> That's okay. Sixers and six. Oh, uh, they're they're on fire. Yeah, you're not going to be on fire every game. So the true. That's take. true. That's a good point. It wasn't like they were like fluky shots, though. That was, I mean, to me, that was the bigger issue. Was there that are some were like highly contested shots they're knocking down, and they're on fire. You're not going to be on fire every game. My biggest takeaway, especially, especially on the road. Exactly. Once, once they get into, oh, yeah, into Miami, definitely. I think a game or two. That's where I think it'll happen. Yeah. My biggest takeaway from Philly the, for the whole season is that Brett Brown is a good coach. Very good coach. And I had no clue uh, if he was or not um, last year. I had an inkling just because, like, even when they sucked, you'd watch them and you'd, like, see things that, like, oh, wow, the Sixers, like, actually run. Like, I think we went to a Sixer game or two, Gonzo, and, like, yeah. they'd run entertaining stuff. Like, they had good offense. Like, they... They, they look like good, an NBA team. But it just wasn't NBA players doing the things, yeah. like, for most of the time. So, like, I always had, like, an inkling that he had talent, but it's nice to see what he can do with a team that has talent, and it's been, it's been a really good from? marriage. Where did he come from? I have no idea. Where did he Plus, go? I have no idea. Yeah, I have no Where did idea. Where did he come from? Brett Where did you go? Where, Where did you come God. from, Cotton Eye Joe? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I've been married. Right. I think that's, we, a we that's a sign that we need to move to the next we series. We have to move on. We have to move on. Yeah, that's that was it. Horrible. <laughs> so, Great all right. Joke. Catching up now. We are now into the Sunday tip-off series. <laughs> Sunday tip. All right. Um, the opener. The opener today was that uh, Boston Milwaukee game, which saw Boston walk away with a one thirteen. To 107 victory. Do we have to talk about? Can we just skip over this? Taking a one, it's probably one of the probably the best game of the playoffs so far. I mean, I don't, like, we are uh, not skipping over this. Yeah, um, it was the only game I watched from start to finish. Yeah. So in this game, the the Bucks got off to a good start actually, um, but just had a horrendous end of the first quarter. Uh, Boston took a 12 point lead after after one. Bucks had a ridiculously good second quarter to take a halftime lead. Yep. Uh, second half was a lot of punchers punching back and forth. Um, it appeared that all was lost when Terry Rozier crossed the living shit out of Eric Bledsoe. R.I.P. Eric Bledsoe. And Eric Bledsoe put actually zero effort into recovering from getting dicked. Um, He stood there and licked his wounds in the paint while Terry Rozier shot an uncontested three. He didn't even put up his arms. Nothing. 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 Just stood there. That's Eric Bledsoe, though. Yep, that is Eric Bledsoe. That's why, yep. Questioned it. And uh, Malcolm Brogdon had a really good game. We'll get to oh, that. We'll, yo, we'll get to that. I got. So Let's much. go, Brogdon. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, El Presidente. But and then I like Brogdon better. After the Terry Rozier dick, Chris Middleton hit wow. a forty wow. a forty foot <laughs> That's prayer. That's a clip you're gonna have. <laughs> <laughs> after Chris Middleton hit a forty foot prayer with .5 seconds left to send the game into overtime. Straight cash. Uh, once they got <laughs> it, yeah, cash, one, Middleton. cash Middleton. <laughs> Money Middleton. Once cash they got money. into overtime, uh, the Bucks half court offense reared its ugly head. <laughs> As they were unable to generate good looks, and the Celtics walked away with a six-point victory. Um, coming up big for the Celtics was Al Horford, who had an incredible game. Uh, 24 points on five of eight shooting. Just think about that for a second. Um, <laughs> five of eight. 20, that adds up to 24 points. That's a lot of free throws. Um, 12 rebounds. Terry Rozier, the aforementioned Terry Rozier, had 23 points in 40 minutes. Jesus Christ. Terry Rozier, superstar. Um, Jalen Brown had a nice game with 20. 
Jason Tatum had a good Jason Tatum had a good game, but he had an amazing stretch in the third quarter. Uh, Jason Tatum took the game over when the Celtics kind of pushed the lead to like that eight to ten range for a while. Yeah. Jason Tatum was was playing incredibly well, and the other Morai, uh, Marcus Morris, had twenty one points off the bench, including some pretty improbable uh, fadeaway <laughs> contested garbage Morai, shots. Is that, is that multiple Morrises? Morai, yeah, he's one Morai. of Morai. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Like, you know, you didn't know the plural of Morris, yeah. Um, coming up big for the Bucks, Giannis in a losing effort with thirty five points, thirteen oh. rebounds, seven assists, three steals. You know the usual. Um, Chris Middleton had a really nice game, even aside from the buzzer beater. 31, 5 of 7 from threes, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals and a block. Um, and that's, I mean, Brogdon, Brogdon off the bench had 16, 16, and 4. Um, and that was it. No one else scored in double figures. So Jabari does not play in crunch time. Jabari played 14 minutes. He scored talk about this. 2 points. He was 1 of 5. And his one make was a dunk. Um, and he also was minus 14 in those 14 minutes. Jabari had a horrible game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I still don't understand why at the end of the game the lineup is what it is. Yeah, like, I brought that up I, too. I, I don't I, care how bad Jabari's playing. If I if this is a guy, I'm not going to the finals. But if this is a guy that I'm potentially thinking about if I want him on my team going forward, like, you're fucking dumb as fuck. Like, That's what I was going to say. Not, they, at least, like... You know what? Fucking play through it. C.J. McCullough did not have a great first half, but he played the second half, and all of a sudden started lighting it up yesterday. So like, they have to not want to bring Jabari back if they're doing what they're doing. And or the they other just thing really is, really fucking love Jason Terry. They, yeah. they really. Love I mean, Jason I love Terry. the Jet, but uh, Jason, yeah. I just, I just don't understand. I think the lineup at the end of the game, because even, even if Jabari's, you know, completely useless on the offensive end, he can at least play defense and get rebounds. Rebounding was uh, rebounding was a huge Achilles heel in That's overtime. What, it was horrible. It was yeah. hard to watch. I mean, it's been a huge Achilles heel the entire season. The but. Bucks are a really frustrating team to watch. First yeah. of all, yeah. But uh, the starting lineup, in my opinion, for the, for like at the end of the games or in that entire overtime, should be uh, Malcolm Brogdon, Tony Snell. Just because he can three and D, and he he was broke from three this game, but yeah. that's another thing. Um, and then uh, Giannis. Middleton. Middleton and Jabari. Yeah, I agree. I that agree that should be your go-to lineup at towards the end of the game. It should be. Those are the guys that are going to put points on the board. Those are the guys who mm-hmm. aren't really a liability at def- at the uh, defensive end. Yeah. Like, three of those guys can knock down an open three when Giannis penetrates into the lane and he kicks out. Brogdon's clutch from three yeah. at the end of the game. So is Middleton. Yeah, that's what, yeah exactly. And then Snell, he, Snell he's supposed usually. to be a three-point shooter. And that's Jabari, what they paid him Jabari, for. And Jabari's decent from decent. three. Decent. He's better than Giannis. So you're, not, but, you're not having Henson in there? No. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. You're having Jabari as your center. You're not no, you're playing Giannis, Giannis is your, your center. center. Giannis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You did, yeah. did you watch yeah. the game? Yeah. Giannis yeah. played yeah. center at the end. I will say. There was a lot of minutes where Giannis played center in this game. They they wanted Giannis to be on Al Horford, and it just didn't always work out that way. But when he was on him... Al Horford had a hell of a time getting yeah. getting buckets. Yeah, I thought Al Horford also got away with a lot of fouls when Giannis drove on him. Um, Al Horford little... was out there hammering people yeah, on defense and he too. With, finished with two fouls. I thought that was fucking garbage. But uh, that's, this was the only game where I had a problem with the officiating. Yeah, the officiating was poor in this game. I thought. I yeah. don't want to blame it on that. Though. No, I'm not. No, no, no. It was, I'm poor, not it, was poor, it was poor both ways. Yeah. Um, there were some really, really iffy block charge calls. Giannis got away with a couple travels for sure um, when he was like in the paint. And he got caught up. Um, but the officiating, it just seemed like they were kind of like pick, flipping a coin for like calls as they want every time. Um, I had an issue because it was very inconsistent because at times there'd be like six fouls in five minutes 
and then all of a sudden you can just hack guys and it wasn't a fall. Um, I, I think my crunch time lineup's pretty similar to your guys, except maybe I would run uh, Bloodsoe and Brogdon instead of Brogdon with Snell for my backcourt. That might be the only change I would make. Bledsoe. I just don't want to see Bloodsoe out there. <sighs> but I know. He just pukes on himself all the time, like... And but, screws up but, and then doesn't play defense. Tony Stahl's just invisible so much, though, that it's frustrating as hell to, like, have a guy on the court who's so reluctant to shoot. I just like Tony Snell's D. Yeah. He, he's completely useless on the offense. I know, and that's my problem. Like, <laughs> All right, come on, girl. Because <laughs> Bledsoe did have a couple nice takes, like, later in the game where he just would put his head down yeah. and be like, I'm going to get to the rim. Like, when he does that, when he's in attack mode and he's not, like, trying to make, like, a cute pass or like shoot threes and or like getting crossed over yeah when he like plays within himself he's an effective player even if he's a frustrating one like his shortcomings i'd rather deal with than tony snell's shortcomings which are like a complete inability to create his own offense he can't really dribble um his shooting's been pretty poor most of the season i'm not really convinced he's gonna snap out of it now and you yeah. kind of can't wait for him to do it now um but other than that I, I think we're pretty much in there i don't need jason terry in crunch time why um, does Jason Terry play so much? I don't. The Pronti must love I, him. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. It's Probably just Terry. has a lot of confidence. It's in him doing what they want. I was to like, be done. get Coach Jason Terry and Bledsoe out of there. Um, John Henson playing thirty-seven minutes while Tyler Zeller played four. Is Tyler criminal. Zeller the better center? Yeah, Tyler Zeller is not horrible. He's no, he's I not agree. horrible. I, I think he's the best center on the Bucks. And he had, maker, sweet, he had sweet breakaway dunk. He did have. A, yeah, he had a steal and steal and stuff. Yeah, did that make not play? No, I'll make her DNP. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Bucks really. That's bas- another topic. The Bucks basically went eight deep in this game. Um, Zeller played four minutes. Sterling Brown played one, and then they played Brog. <laughs> they played Brogdon, Terry, and Parker off the bench. That was it. Um, so the Bucks essentially ran an eight-man rotation. Don had a few good moments in last year's playoffs. Why not? He did give actually. him a shot. I think last year's playoffs was the best Don has ever looked. Yeah, did did you watch the regular season, though? <laughs> right, yeah. You're right. That's uh, why he's not playing. Yeah, but you could still, I mean, maybe he has a shot going. I don't, I don't know. Thir- I don't need 37 minutes for John Henson. No, is basically what I'm 20. Trying to say. 25 tops. And they no. were, con- they were Just from a conditioning standpoint, I don't think Henson's in good enough shape to play that many they minutes, really. They were continuing really. to initiate offense out of John Henson in I the post. post. I was like, please, don't continue <laughs> doing this in the playoffs. I thought maybe they'd smarten up, but no. Nope. Nope. They, they ran the same action probably another like 12, 15 times. Yep. The, the Bucks' best offensive set. I said came at 24 seconds left in the game. They swung in the ball all the way around or... in regulation. Okay, yeah, yeah. They swung the ball all the way around, got a good look. Um, Middleton came off a screen like he should more often, and then dropped it down. Giannis, Giannis had a dunk. I also thought the play, uh, the play a little bit before that, um, where Brogdon got the yep. look at for a three because they used yep. they used the fact that Giannis has that gravity, and Giannis got the ball out of his hands early. Mm-hmm. As soon as the double was coming, he gave it up rather than what he usually does, where he'll the double will come, he'll spin. Then it's congested. He has a hard time. He kind of has to like. I thought him just getting and giving it up early, and they. I, I forget. Uh, was it Kevin McHale was the color commentator for this game today. Whoa. He talked about this. What? The colored commentator. Oh my god. You Talk, guys are just yeah, having a ball over there. <laughs> yeah. He he mentioned this that the Bucks the Bucks typically give the ball up a dribble too late. Mm-hmm. That they will they will yeah. they over dribble, and by the time yes. the window should like the pass should have already been delivered, but now it's closed, and they'll still try to make the pass, or now it's not there. So the entire the entire set is blown up at that point because everything you've done, the look you tried to create, you waited too long, and now the defense has recovered because that's what the NBA is. They're also like it's a half a second, but it makes all the difference yeah, in the world. Right. Like uh, they're shooting too. Sometimes just pull the trigger. Yes, they're passing up. Oh my god! Or pass. the or the dribble, the, the pump fake, and then they dribble sideways. I to hate shoot. The, Yeah, I hate the pump fake, and then take one step in and take that long mid range jumper. Two. Yep. Just 
take a uh, dribble to the side, side and shoot the three. Yep. I hate it. When I remember that much. comment Kevin McHale had because I said to myself, oh, that was the only good thing he said all game. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, I think Kevin McHale was really good. Really he was what? really smart. He's horrible. He was good today. He, he, he was, was good today. He was good today. I thought he was horrible besides that one comment. Yeah. He was like, he was like, look at Morris Sky for that rebound. And you could, like, slide a dollar bill under his foot. And then, yeah. Like, what? He made, he made the comment early about Al Horford not being athletic and then proceeded to, like, jizz all over his pants every time Horford did anything moderately athletic. Yeah. Like, Horford had, like, a block, and he was like, some people said he's not athletic. Ha, ha, ha. Like, okay, dude. Like, that's, that's enough. That's what he sounds like. Yeah. It's not that far off. Um, but, yeah. Um, Kevin McHale. Ha, ha, ha. Biggest mismatch in this series, though, hands down, uh, Brad Stevens versus Joe Prunty. Uh, Absolutely. Imagine if Brad Stevens was the Bucks coach. You, if, Bucks and four. Oh, if you flip, yeah, if you flip the coaches, I think this is a sweep or a five-game series for the Bucks. I also, imagine if that. also imagine if the Celtics had Hayward and Irving and, and Marcus Smart. Well, that's a sweep for Boston then, one hundred percent. Yeah, like absolutely. Um, as it is, I I think I think it's Celtics and seven in this series. Uh, I think the this the series is so fascinating because it's mostly talent versus coaching. Um, and I, I think that I think the series is probably going six or seven. Um, I think the Celtics still do win the series, however, just because I mean Tatum's Tatum Tatum and Brown are such a nice young team. Tatum is nice. God, that is such a nice young combo on a team. So like, yeah. you look at that and you're like, this is a pretty good team actually. And then like you remember like, oh yeah, and they add Kyrie and Gordon Hayward next year. Like, oh, that's a fucking really good team. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah like solid. That team's scary for a while. Like that's the only thing. The problem. The only thing I'd be worried about is you got to find a big because I don't know how much Al Horford has left. I think well, they I do think a good Horford's job. They do a good time. job hiding him like at the four a lot during the regular season, especially. Yeah, yeah. Well, they kind I of. I mean, Al Horford's up for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with his age. Don't forget about Australian superstar Aaron Bates. Like Thirty-two. I, he started still, today. I, that's the only per- person the Boston fans <laughs> like because it's the only white guy in the yep. fucking. Season. They don't yep. have Scalabrini anymore. No, exactly. <laughs> and they lost Ke- Kelly Olynyk. Yep. And Gordon Hayward went out game one, so that's the guy. <laughs> yeah, the Bucks. The Bucks abused because Boston's yeah. racist as fuck. Fuck Boston. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 Bucks abused Shane Larkin when he was in in his first stint too. I think they forced him to like four yeah. turnovers in five minutes. Then he knocked down a fadeaway. Yeah, and then they hit. Then he hit some garbage ass. Like the Celtics bench is like perilously thin. Hey, I just um, want to they go. This. They go like six. So the, that's my whole thing is that the Bucks can get this series to like a game six or a game seven. They might have a shot just because Boston's guys are going to be playing heavy, heavy minutes. You're not giving Semi Ojale big minutes. No. You're not giving Shane Larkin big minutes. Like Greg Monroe played ten minutes. Oh, but he's, like, he's he's completely useless. It's in a playoff Monroe series typically. Sad. Yeah, they gave him two uh, shots to take it in the post, and he just puked on himself both times. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. So that's my whole thing: is the Bucks at least go slightly deeper? Like they have Brogdon and Parker that can play off the bench, so like that's more of a bench by default. I was kind of disappointed with the Bucks' uh, game plan because whoever was in charge of scouting didn't like Terry Rozier can shoot. That's not that's a new it. thing. Yeah, that wasn't like it. he had a good game. Like he knocks down open threes, yeah. and that's all he does. And the Celtics and got a lot of play. easy. They got a lot of easy threes again, which is the Bucks' problem. Like there was a lot of times the Celtics would come up, there'd be like one off-ball screen, and then the guy would be open for a three. Like they weren't running a lot of their stuff; wasn't even very deep. Like it'd be early set, early sixteen seconds left on the shot clock, wide open threes. And the Bucks can't rebound either. Nope. It's so frustrating. Like, that's is, another reason why I'd like to see more Jabari. That's why I like to see more Tyler Zeller. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's why. That's I, why I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's why I like to see more Zeller. I think he can actually. He's like the only guy that boxes out too. Yep. Gotta love a white guy that boxes out. 
But, How can you not? Fundamentals, baby. But, uh, hey, just want to let you guys know. Zeller doesn't make too many mistakes either. He plays within himself for sure. He's yeah. He doesn't do too much. That's oh, what's going on in the U- game? Utah's up eleven to. Th- oh, it's now four. It's now four now. I want to talk about that spicy series. Yeah, yeah. that's my squad. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Um, going any my squad. Predi- predictions for the rest of the Bucks Celtics series though? Celtics in seven. That's what I said initially. So, so I'm sticking with it. Yeah, I agree. Celtics in seven. Uh, Which is really sad. Really sad. That's like, we're all like, yeah, the Celtics are going to win that series, even though they have, like, by NBA playoff talent standards, it's a terrible team. Celtics in five. Celtics in five. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> the Celtics win in five. Like, yeah, that'd be, that's really oh, bad. That'd I don't have any reason. Like, the Bucks do what the Bucks do. They fall apart at the end of games, and, like, they somehow managed to take it in overtime, and then they just fell apart in overtime. Hey, uh, also, when, when Middleton made the three, Gonzo said, he goes, yeah, this probably probably is just delaying the inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I said the same thing to myself. It's an excellent point. Yeah, I didn't know that Prunty came from San Antonio. He should be better if he came yeah, from we got San Antonio. Only, we got the only pop disciple that can't coach. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Should take the woman. Yeah, I mean, I that's think what I coaching, said. The coaching. That's what I'm saying. Be progressive. There, think, though. What's up? Huh? The coaching was a little bit better than uh, when Kid was there. That's like I saw so much. much. I saw much. Yeah, it's super damning with faint praise. Way too much, Jason Terry. Yep. Way too much, yeah. Jason. Terry. I love Jason Terry, but he I do should be, too. But he should he's be the 40. human victory cigar. Yep. Yeah. But hey, look out, the guys. He should be the human victory cigar. Yeah, sure. He should be the guy that knocks down the point to get you the free Big Macs from McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy who's in when you're up twenty. Yep. That's yeah, Big Macs. <laughs> Woo! Oh, open those chili silos! <laughs> he's, he's flapping the arms all the way down the floor after he hits a three for the free Big Macs. No, it's in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, it's the chili silo. Yeah, I mean, when the oh, Bucks win, you win free chili. You get the oh, free chili, chili from, Wendy's, from yeah. Wendy's. Even better. But Dad's, Dad always says that you open they open up the, up the chili yeah. silos and they're just overspilling. The Bucks when, when, haven't won yeah, a long when, time. when the Bucks are on a losing streak, the chili silos are overflowing. <laughs> it reminds me, this is random, but do you remember when Joe Kim Noah took? Three for a hundred points. Yeah. <laughs> like, Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> 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 Savage. <laughs> talk about the bull. Had oh, to sneak in a little bit of talk about the bull. You know, come on now. Joe Kim Noah shoots at three with five seconds left, and they're up like thirty. <laughs> For free Big Macs or whatever the fuck it was. He was a man of the people, okay? Were you at the game? <laughs> oh, no, I, still, I was just watching it. Oh. Joe Kim is a man of the people. Yo, um, low-key, when you get those those uh, streams on the fucking, you know, if you're not supposed to be getting them streams, but you get those streams. Yeah, right, I got right, you. Right. Yep, Dude, the in-game, the in-stadium feeds are so fucking lit, man. Those oh, are the yeah. best. Oh, yeah, I'd rather have that. Dude, when you can watch halftime shows, me and AJ called one time, we got, like, deals on Nets apps because, like, Special to our fans for the next hour, uh, five dollar hats, blah blah blah, and we just like, oh, we can go on the website too and order five dollar hats. Like, yeah, and if you watch one of those streams for the Cubs when they're on that, you know, Channel Twelve Chicago, whatever it is, yeah. I think it's like ABC or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can hear literally everything. You can hear the guy sitting four four rows down from the broadcasters, the guy selling peanuts, the guy selling beer. You can hear the players talking. I'm like, something's not right here. Like people are swearing. <laughs> Like that's, they should get this looked at. That's why I, I heard him so, talking about it on the score. Actually. Yeah, yeah. That, I heard him talking about that too, and I almost texted. And I was like, "Yeah, that, that's a problem." The mic is too hot. The yeah, mic, the, the mic, mic is way, way too hot. Yeah, way too hot. <laughs> but uh, my whole thing too is if you listen, if you listen to a game with headphones too, it's the same thing. Because I was like, I was, oh, yeah. Because I, I, I was saying you you can pick up way more crowd noise, and it's pretty great. Um, Hold on, before we leave the Buck series, sure. Um, I think that Jason Tatum's going to be like an elite, uh, seriously an elite player one day. He's super good. 
He can shoot the three. He can drive. He can rebound. He can he play defense. He has a mid-range game, too. He's got a mid-range game. Yeah, Jason Tatum's super scary, good. scary good. He's scary, scary good. He's so good. So is Jalen Brown, though. I forget that. Jay, yeah. I forget Tatum's a rookie, though. All I do, time. too, because he's so he's, good. He seems like a vet. He and really he, plays like a vet. He doesn't really do too much uh, dumb stuff out there. No, not at all. And I, I remember watching him at it's Duke, coaching. and I'm like, that yeah. guy's going to be. No, well, he was something serious at Duke, too. Like, the not knew doing he was stupid stuff, though, is coaching. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. But. There's some players on the Celtics that do stupid stuff, i.e. Shane Larkin. It's just crazy. I mean, like, is that Barry Larkin's kid? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's the second or third best player in the series. <laughs> he's like a rookie, and it's a playoff series, and he's the second or third best player in the series already. And it's, I, don't, you know, I don't even really think there's any debate that he's lower than that at all. Like, at, at worst, he's the third best. So uh, Yeah, he's going to be an elite player eventually when it's all said and done. I, 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 I agree. I'm a big fan, and the Celtics are going to be a problem for a long, long they're time. They're going to be something serious. I think they're going to the finals next year. They might. Absolutely. They might. It, it I depends where agree. LeBron goes. Yeah, that's, I say, that's, I, I, that's why I don't like doing the yeah, like, well, we next year. Yeah, I just, maybe. I don't think so. I think because, the, because I think LeBron's going to go West Coast. So I do too, but I think he's staying if, in Cleveland. No. What? No, why would you? I don't think that at all. They yeah. just got young guys. Yeah, but they're like still who? not very good, though. <laughs> like, they're not like a There's good... no other stars by the have Kevin Love. Love. LeBron's going to analyze the playoffs when it's all said and done. He's going to be like, why, why, why would I stay here? And I think that's what's going to happen. And I think he's going to go to either Los Angeles. Don't say that. Since we're on the topic of LeBron, why don't we, or... just, why don't we just tuck right into the, the Cavs uh, Pacers series while no, we're at it? Don't, don't say L.A., though. That's not, no. What? He's not going to Lakers. I didn't say. I, I could have said Clippers. Are you saying the Clippers? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, he might go to the Lakers. Seriously, I, I think no. I don't think he'd do want to live in that many people's shadows. I think. Yeah, he, I don't think he goes to the Lakers, just because it's the Lakers. Does I don't that, think the Lakers are ready to win yet. Anyways, does right. uh, Houston have any money? No. no. Okay. I thought he goes to OKC. Mm. Yeah, look at his options. Depends on what Paul George does. does. If Paul, I think Paul George stays. I think Paul George goes to LA. Everybody's gonna go to LA. That's what I'm because <laughs> I want to go to LA. I think Paul. I think Paul George might go to LA because he's that's that for him that is like the hometown move. He did say that he was gonna go to LA. <laughs> yeah, he's, I'll say for Paul George, it would just be like being a man of his word would be going to LA because he's been saying it for two years. He wants to play in Los Angeles. Yeah, but he could get there still. Sure, but like, there's a really good chance. That... Russell Westbrook's going to the Lakers. Paul George is going to the Lakers, <laughs> and LeBron's going to the Lakers. Right. Lakers NBA Finals. Can I think... they go to the Clippers? I think LeBron. Please. They could. The Clippers have money, don't they? Yeah. I, I, I think I think LeBron goes to Philadelphia. I was yeah. Can I, I was gonna, can I say that? And then that Boston does not. Yeah, because because LeBron loves or all the, the LeBron the loves like here's my reasoning, like LeBron seems to be a really big fan of the process. Um, he seems to get along really well with Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, all their young guys. Um, also, Philly has the cap space to sign him without doing anything else. Because JJ Redick is on a one-year, twenty-three million dollar deal that expires, boom, twenty-three million in cap space. Oh, I mean, Ben Simmons has the same exact game as LeBron without being able to shoot. The uh, I'll say LeBron's so. a better shooter though. And what's yeah. the problem? Uh, what's, what's the problem with having two LeBrons? Yeah, <laughs> like why is that a bad thing? Um, it's not like like the the skill set of LeBron is like so compatible with any team slash set of players. Yeah, like, what team? I said this actually today. What team gets LeBron? And they're like, oh man, that it really fucked us up, man. Like, so yeah, LeBron. yeah, LeBron doesn't fit. That's what because they what? said because we, we were watching and they said something about how oh that would be a great fit for LeBron. Somebody said that yeah. and we were like, well, there's no such thing as a bad fit for LeBron. <laughs> like, what do you no. mean? Like, that'd be a that that series would make the NBA 
exponentially more exciting. If, like if it was Philly versus Boston, Boston yeah. with LeBron on Philly. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Then I'm starting to think that would be and two, and two good coaches. <laughs> right. Oh. That might be the best series that you can have in the NBA. I, I mean, oh. if you if all of a sudden you have that, and then you're looking at like a Houston Golden State. Can we have a triple side. threat for the world title? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't. I don't know. It's if a Philly, triangular court. <laughs> I don't know if Philly would beat Boston with LeBron and Philly. I really don't. I do. Don't know if they would. I don't know if they would. I'd favor I them. But I, yeah. I don't know. I would favor them after a year. I think the first season of South. I would have to see it. what it looked like for a and little bit. The second year. In this hypothetical nope. scenario, I'm going to say I'd still favor him because it's basically going to be the Celtics' first year with Gordon Hayward. Think about all the fucking low-key role guys. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll play for a million dollars. Cool, yeah, okay, sign me up. Because that's going to be a fucking mega death team. Like, that would be just like, yeah. Ray I'm, really high on, retirement. Uh, I'm really high on Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, though. I, 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 I like Tatum a lot more than Brown. I, I I like Jalen Brown, but I don't think he's a star. I think Jason Tatum is a star. Did you just shout out? I like yeah. Ben Simmons. Or shout out. <laughs> I think. I like ben yeah, Simmons. you like one of the best young players in the I, league. Congratulations. I, like I, think, I, think, I think Ben Simmons and LeBron are better than Tatum and. Agreed. What's his uh, and, Brown? And we're not even talking or about. Kind of, we're not even. We're not even talking about. Yeah, him, but dude. do you think that Ben Simmons and LeBron are better than Kyrie and Gordon Hayward? Okay, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. close. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say yeah. I just want to make sure. And once you drop Embiid into the mix, who's the Celtics third? Now you're saying like so now Embiid versus what Tatum or Brown? Al that's, Horford, damn it. Okay, let's see. No, <laughs> well, Al Horford gets taken to his fucking yeah, school every great old day. Because Embiid can do all the things Horford can do, but Horford can't do all the things that Embiid can. Um, like move. I don't know, yeah, I love Brad Stevens though too. Oh, me too. Me too. Me too. I don't know. So man, you guys are shitting on Al Horford. I think. Al Horford's a good player. Al Horford's Joel Embiid. Al Horford's classic case bum slayer. That's a little harsh. He was he was posting up some some short guys today. Yeah, like he was he was eating on some short guys for a little bit of time. And all his points were from the line. He also had a sweet jab step three. Did you see that? Like, oh, okay, you're not gonna guard me. On John on John Henson because John Henson's a fucking slouch. Did John Henson like not get the memo that Al Horford can shoot threes? That's what I'm saying. The Bucks didn't do any scouting. They didn't know that Al Horford could shoot threes or Terry Rozier could shoot threes. We didn't think those guys could do that. I didn't know he couldn't do that. They're just they're just a dumb team. Let me talk about another team, please. Let's move right. on before I kill myself. I don't want to. Uh, before I eat the cyanide capsule I have here. Um, so, Pacers, Cavs. Game one in the books. It is a 98-80 to 80 victory for Indiana. I'm going Cavs in five. Um, You're excited. Yeah, it's highly excitable. Let's recap game one a bit first. Um, Victor Oladipo, probably you're looking at the uh, NBA's most improved player there. Had 32 points on six of nine from threes. Yeah, <laughs> six rebounds, four assists, four steals, and a block. Miles Turner chipped in with a nice game, 16, 16 points on six of nine shooting, eight rebounds, couple assists, a steal, and a block as well. Um, Bojan Bogdanovic contributed 15 points off the bench. Look at Bojan. Lance Stevenson had 12 and five off the bench. Um, and a sick, nasty dog. Isn't there another person named Bojan Bogdanovic? There's yeah. Bogdan. There's Bogdan, okay. yeah. He plays for the Kings. He plays for the Kings, yep. It's the same thing. Yep. We talked about this earlier, actually, yeah. <laughs> like, I was confused. The Bogdanoviches, yeah, the Bogdanovich brothers that aren't related, actually, I think, though. Um, man, for Cleveland, it was it was rough. LeBron James was the only starter in double figures with a triple-double, 24 points, 12 assists, 10, 10 rebounds. Um, he didn't have a great game shooting. He was 7 of 17. He missed all four of his three-point attempts. Um, 
no, like I said, no other starter in double figures. Uh, Jeff Green managed to score zero points in 26 minutes despite taking seven shots. And get completely posterized by Lance Stevenson. By Lance Stevenson. Uh, who also chested up the, the basket uh, protector yeah, after he with, done with it. a nice headbutt. He, yeah, he might <laughs> have gave himself a concussion. Yeah, Lance, might be, might, Lance might be questionable for game two. He might be in the uh, concussion protocol. Um, Did you see it, Johnny? <laughs> yeah, sure. He gave it to it. He gave it to that hoop pretty good, though. Uh, the only other man, J.R. Smith had an okay game. Fifteen points on six of eleven. Hit three of his six threes. You know the Cavs could really use Dwayne Wade in all seriousness right now. To do what? Have another mid range shooter? Yeah, yeah, another something. You I mean, need a three point shooter. Yeah, I was say, all this team Dwayne, needs. He's been working on his three. No, uh, he hasn't. I've seen Dwayne Wade his whole career, and he's yeah. not interested. Did he do anything in Game One he's been for, on for the past Miami? Game. Miami. Dwayne Wade had he got to the line a bunch. With, he game. got to the line with with pump fakes he a looks, lot. He's still useful. I yeah, as a bench guy. There. Yeah, for getting superstar calls. Yeah, pretty much. I take Dwayne Wade over Jordan Clarkson. Mm. Oh my if goodness! Building a, if you're building a team and trying to like keep no, someone, I'm, around, I'm just saying if you're playing right now in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, but that's yeah, not I what would. the Cavs were doing. So. But, yeah, Larry Nance had 10 points off the bench. Uh, Kyle Korver only played three minutes, which is almost cool. cri- cri- criminal to me. Uh, that's terrible. Well, you uh, can't play defense. Sure, but you scored 80 points. So, yeah. like, you know, like maybe score more. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah, 80. That's fucking horrible. They need to horrible. do the same exact thing the Sixers did. Do. Just line up three-point shooters. They don't have as many, though. That's the problem. Okay, so they got, they got love. Mm-hmm. They got Jr. Jr. Kyle Korver, Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood's decent from three, right? And he's pretty good. He's not great. Is he great? Uh, he's not great. Rodney Hood. Forgot about Rodney Hood. Steph Curry's great. How did Rodney Hood? No, man. Clay Thompson. Because then from there you go what? Like George Hill. George Hill's good. Jeff Green. Georgie Porgy. Jeff Green. Jeff Green is no. Jeff Green's a terrible. Do they still got Channing Fry? Uh, no, um, if they do, I don't care. No, they traded him. him in that. Um, Amon Shumpert's gone in one of those deals for George Hill That's or. True. Yeah, um, yeah. No, you're right, Clarkson. Hey, it's all it's all close now. Eighteen. They broke up the Cavs podcast. My trading cat, Channing Fry. Oh, that's right. they, they did. Yeah. They did. And Richard yeah. Jefferson. They traded yeah. Richard Jefferson. That's too. they ruined it. They ruined it. So this is. But uh, yeah. CJ McCollum has a podcast now. He does. Way. I was just talking about that the other day. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty interested in that one. So. Today kind of confirmed my uh, my my stance that Nate McMillan's one of the most overlooked coaches for Coach of the Year. Yep. Uh, he has no buzz, and he will definitely not win the award. But I think it's ridiculous to say that he's not one of the best coaches this year. Um, they had they were interviewing the Pacers GM like after Larry the first Bird? quarter. No. <laughs> Um, and uh, they asked, they're like, oh, what were your expectations for this season? And he goes, well, every year the owner asks us what we expect the team to do, like, right before the season starts, blah, blah, blah. And he was talking about their front office and, like, everybody in the organization. He's like, honestly, not a single person gave an answer above 40 wins. He's like, we all had our team in the 30s. Like, our own, like, self-appraisal was, like, all thought wow. we were, this was, like, a 30-something win team. Very honest. Yep. And then all of a sudden they're the five seed. They're, they go into Cleveland and win game one by 18 points, like, They've done, if you look at the team, it's like all oh, the depot's playing really, really well. And then like honestly, like Miles Turner, like Lance Stevenson's playing well again. Like Sabonis? Yeah, but like everyone thought Sabonis sucked. That's why it was a throw in in the Paul George trade. Like He's Sabonis, all right, actually. Yeah, like everyone thought Sabonis was garbage. And like Nate McMillan's got that team playing really, really well. Um, all that being said, I think that uh, I think the Cavs are still gonna figure it out and, and uh well LeBron's still gonna figure it out, I should say. Mm-hmm. And I think they're gonna win that series, but I think it's gonna take seven games. Yep, I got Cavs in seven for no other reason other than LeBron. Yeah, Cavs in six. Cavs in five. Cavs in five. Is somebody keeping track of 
Gonzo's predictions. Nope. <laughs> Those are pretty crazy yep. predictions. I'll write them down when we re-listen. I'll write them down when we, okay. when we re-listen. Nah, we don't need that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not get into all that. Um, I mean, there, there's the thing is, there's really no reason besides LeBron to say that the Cavs win the series. But, like, what else do the Cavs do better besides having LeBron? Kevin Love? Mm, sure. They do Kevin Love better. They do Kevin Love better. <laughs> they do. They don't have a Kevin Love. But it's not even like a mismatch because of how well Sabonis is playing. Yeah. So, like, it's not like they're killing them at the four even. So their only other advantage position is a slight one. Why, yeah. is, why has Oladipo been moved so much? Well, I think he's he got traded. Head. He got traded twice, right? Is I, he a, he, he I, a knucklehead? I think he's a knucklehead. No, he's, <laughs> no, he's, he's not a knucklehead. I, I think <laughs> that he just... He, he he's just, not a knucklehead. Oh, Johnny said, he's not a knucklehead. I just don't think he's been put in the right position now that he's in the right position. Yeah, the, fir- the, 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 first, trade, the first trade was a little confusing. The second one was super obvious because yeah, yeah. it got Paul George on your team. So. Fair enough. What was yeah. the first one? That well, was where he went from the Magic to the... To the Oh, yeah. Thunder initially. Was he playing under Frank Vogel? Because that had yeah, a and, little and, bit to do yeah, with it. In, uh, no, in it was Orlando. before Frank, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was the beginning of the Frank Vogel era. Okay. So. Which, very disappointing, yeah. Frank Vogel era. So, well, they just don't have Hey, guys, Fatty Felton just tucked into yeah, the game. Yeah, but Frank Vogel, I had... <laughs> no, nice. I had high hopes for Frank Vogel. Yeah, I, I thought he was a solid NBA coach. I'm thought, pretty sure that's just Joe from Practical Jokers. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, I thought Frank Vogel was was a good coach during the time when Indiana would bump into the Cavs every year in the playoffs. That mm-hmm. whole yeah, that time oh, period. Back when the Hawks were a thing. And Roy Hibbert was good. Josh Ooh, Smith. don't get Johnny going on Josh Smith. And Roy Hibbert oh, could actually play basketball. That was crazy. Roy Hibbert, very short lived. That he wasn't that long ago, but it feels like a million years ago. Yeah, like that's yeah, that team was man. Is they, Joe Johnson playing? Is he hurt? Utah? Joe Johnson. Utah? Joe Johnson. I, so. I, I think, he's, I Joe think Johnson's he's definitely hurt, but I think he's definitely. I'm pretty sure he's like on a team. Okay. He might be on Miami. No, nah. he's on Utah, but I didn't know if he was playing. Yeah, I think I think he's still injured. Um, but yeah. Shoot. Anything else for the uh, for the Pacers Cap series? No. no. Okay. That's moving LeBron on. LeBron will come back. LeBron will come back and do his thing, and it's just such a sad team he's got around him. Yeah. He'll still win the East, but I'm not a sold on that. Yeah. I'm not a sold on that. Um, but yeah, they always lose. Oh, Joe they Johnson, lose a game one. Joe Johnson, Houston Rockets. Oh, there you go. Whoa, 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 whoa! He's also thirty-six years old. Is he active? Yeah, he plays shooting guard and uh, small forward for the Houston Rockets. But is he hurt? He wears number seven. Uh-uh. Yeah, when's the last time he played in the game? Yeah, dude. If they have Joe Johnson randomly, Houston, Houston's uh, hard to better. say. Uh, four eleven. He played twenty nine minutes and had four points, three rebounds, and five assists Ooh, against Sacramento. He did not play well in that what, game. What yeah. happened, Joe? Yeah, he, he was oh, two. He's thirty six. I mean, two for ten from the field. Had a bad game there. Uh, let's see. His most Vince recent Carter's forty. His most recent game that he did well in was he played Phoenix um, oh, on March thirtieth, and don't count. he had sixteen points, <laughs> six Phoenix. rebounds, and three assists. That's like beating a G League team. Other than that, he's been in single figures, uh, except for with the exception of playing Chicago. So again, I mean, for the okay. past it's month, come on, um, that's not good. Yeah. So move, moving on to Utah versus Oklahoma City, one of the most objectively interesting series, I believe, in the first round. Um, that game, yeah, we're we're you know currently first quarter tied up at the end of the first. Um, Utah and OKC. I think that this series is really really interesting because I think Oklahoma City has the two best players in the series, and I also don't know that they're even favorites to win the series. Um, in my mind, 
I think in Vegas. I think this was the closest series in Vegas. Really? It was about a coin flip. Yeah. Oh. It was like minus one ten to plus one hundred five or something like that. Um, <sighs> Utah in seven. Utah in seven. I, it's in, for me. It's in seven. I have I have waffled back and forth on which team I think wins in seven. Um, my only thought is that series that goes seven typically. Uh, the home team wins, so my my gut currently is OKC in seven. Thunder in six. Thunder in six. This guy's fucking wild. I'm, I'm just that's a wild. Not, that's not that wild. I got thunder in six as well. Thunder in six as well. Um, I was gonna go thunder for are way better um, talent wise than the. They are, but the they is, are, but the Jazz play really well as a team. Well, they're not that. Like, I mean, I'll you take away the big three. I get the big four. Like, there's a lot of question marks. With the yeah. Thunder. Yeah, but I mean, you got Stephen Adams. Very, the very f- underrated. Stephen Adams, one of the best. Stephen Adams is really good. In my, yeah, he's in my really opinion. good. And then you got those three guys, man. Yeah, but think about the Thunder's you bench. Got, the Thunder's think- bench is ass. Yeah, they do. And, they also start Corey Brewer. Yeah, and Alex Don Mitchell is like your yep. Don Mitchell's on the other side. Oh yeah, big big Don Mitchell. Shout uh, out to Don. Yeah, hey, but yeah, Car- Corey Brewer starts in the NBA still. Yeah, not I, Ronnie. I not Ronnie. Because Roberson's out. Yeah, I think the Jazz are sneaky good. The Jazz are, Jazz are just pretty good. Yeah. Um, Go Jazz, baby. Rudy Gobert down low. Yep. He's yeah. going to give, he's he's gonna give soft. Steven Adams all he's got. Yeah. I think I think that that matchup slightly favors Oklahoma City, which is another reason I lean OKC in seven, um, because Rudy Gobert typically is like a shutdown guy, and it, it, you can shut down Steven Adams. That's fine. Like, that's <laughs> Who not cares? Really, yeah, like, that's not really a big deal. Like, Steven Adams is kind of okay with that, as long as, like, his other guys are still going. He'll still he's still get a dunk if he's open. So. Yep, exactly. <laughs> no, I meant, like, more so for rebounding. Sure, and <laughs> Steven Adams will give him a fight on that end, too. Yeah. So he'll, he'll get his as much as he'll, you know, as much as Rudy will. So it's probably probably one of Utah's, like, top two guys, and his the strength's kind of negated. Um, Gonzo, cause, you want to talk about Joe Ingles? Fuck Joe Ingles. <laughs> so, he starts as well. Um, Ricky yeah. Ricky Rubio has played Ricky really, Rubio really well here. What a hug. He's got that sexy, slick back hair. He looks like Salt Bay out there. Yeah, he does. Ricky Rubio's a handsome devil out there. <laughs> he's actually. So looking yeah. good. I didn't know how good that long yeah. hair was. Oh, man. Yeah, when he, when he busted that out at the oh, beginning. Oh, on. <laughs> at the beginning of the season, when I saw that. I was like, Ricky Rubio's a fucking hunk. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a sexy man. Yeah, that is a sexy man. Oh, I have man. to pull my hair back before yeah. game? Oh, don't oh, so drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rubio's playing well, though. Seriously. Mm-hmm. He's playing really good for Utah. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's done well. I think that's another trade that kind of worked out for both teams. Uh, I like Rubio. Derek Favors, too. I mean, he's nothing yeah. exceptional, but. The big body, big body. Boy. <laughs> he's a big body that has some skill as well. He's got a little bit of touch around the hoop. Um, and they got Marvin's room still, right? Oh no, they don't have Marvin's room. No. They don't. No, no. where's Marvin's, Marvin's room? Um, he Charlotte. starts for he's Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, he's yeah. in Charlotte. He's been there for like two years. Oh, uh, but <laughs> he's been there for a minute. He's been there for a I, couple I don't pay years. attention to the Jazz. Yeah, um, but I thought you paid attention to Marvin though. If you shout him out individually, um, Marvin's room. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think this is another one. The, ja- uh, the Jazz bench, the Jazz bench has kind of recently improved too. Uh, Dante Exum's played well for them since yep, returning. Throw up that X. Go, uh, go Jazz baby. Uh, go Jazz baby. Jay Crowder seems to have kind of found a little bit of mojo again in Utah. Um, it's man, it's just is, is, is Crowder Johnny Fishsticks? 
where once he gets he traded gets, gotta, and he plays on a new team, he's well, like, I'm really good. Well, it was the opposite, though, too. It's terrible after getting traded to Boston. He was or Cleveland. He sucked in Cleveland. I, th- well, I thought he was yeah. pretty decent to start off, though. No, nah, he's pretty bad from the get-go. Oh, okay. He was yeah. really good in Boston, though, because yep. Brad Stevens. Right, right, yeah. right. But, guys, so these are the five people that have played off the bench for Oklahoma City thus far. Raymond Felton. Wait, can I guess? Yeah, uh, no, Raymond, no, Raymond no, Felton. No, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Guess the other four. I gave, cause, Alex cause, Sabrinas. I'll say, because Gonzo said Fatty Felton checked in, so that was, that was a freebie. Alex yeah. Sabrinas. Correct. Terrence Ferguson. Yep. It's Turd. Uh, <laughs> turd, turd Ferguson. Uh, Jeremy Grant. Yep. Jeremy Lamb. Um, and the last one. Hold on, let me think. Which team is... Pat Patterson on that? Pat Patterson. <laughs> ding, there ding, ding. There, there it is. is. That's a squad right Joke's there. on you guys. We both played with the Thunder in 2K before you guys got here. <laughs> that is the Trey bench still unit. didn't know, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Dude, I got four of them. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So I that, just couldn't think of the last one, and I was about to get it. So that that is their And bench. I knew that before we played 2K. Damn yeah, it. That is a super trash bench, though. Um, that so is. For Trey's, for Trey's side on. of the Pat argument. Pat Patterson is the washed. first Intercontinental champion. Oh, I was going to say. What? Pat Patterson. Oh yeah! <laughs> yes, crossover right. episode, a little crossover uh, jabroni wrestling episode. There. Shouts out jabroni wrestling. Yeah, um, but that's that's a that's an atrocious bench. That's really 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 bad. Really um, ass bench. Yeah, that's horrendous. I'm still gonna stick with OKC in seven though, um, just because I think that it's just too much too much high end star power to lose a series. I think one of those teams one of those teams can get easier buck like when you have to get tough buckets late, I think one of those teams can and one of those teams cannot. Do you guys think Carmelo, if there is a game seven, will I bust forgot. out the hoodie? Oh my god, I forgot Carmelo's on the Thunder. Do you think he'll bust so, out the hoodie though for Carmelo, game seven? Carmelo is so irrelevant now. I like forgot that he existed. Carmelo isn't that irrelevant. Carmelo's pretty irrelevant. Like it's not that. It he'll show up, it's playoffs. Yeah, it's Hoodie Mellow, man. He's going to show people how much of a mistake they made by not electing him into the uh, USA basketball. I did the Hoodie thing for a while because Mellow was doing it. He said yeah. it keeps him focused on what's ahead. And I was I tried it out. Yeah, it keeps you, it keeps you focused on what's ahead. I, I like. You got some stats over there for me? Don Mitchell's going to have a big yeah. series. Don Mitchell. Here's how. Here's your boy. You guy, your, your guy's boy, Carmelo Anthony. Here's the season Mellow had this year. Okay. Played seventy eight games. All right, that's pretty good. He uh, played. <laughs> he played thirty two minutes. Played thirty two minutes per game. Wow. He averaged fifteen field goal attempts per night, and shot a cool forty point four percent on those fifteen attempts. I mean, he's probably shooting a lot of threes. He also shot six point one threes per game, yeah. and made those at a very mediocre thirty five percent clip. You know what? He averaged. Some guys. He, he averaged. 5.8 rebounds, and this is incredible. In 32 minutes a game, he averaged 1.3 assists per game. Well, that's not Melo's game. <laughs> that is, Come on. That is spectacular. Oh, like, that's Ozo's, hard to Ozo's do. 16.2. That's about what I expected behind. A very Westbrook. inefficient 16 behind, a game. Behind Westbrook. Like a really, really poor, like on 15 shots, 16 points a game. That's bad. Like if anyone else, if someone else was doing that, you'd be like, "This he's guy not, sucks." He's just—he's making a transition to being a spot-up shooter, and it's well, he should make the shots then. Why don't no? He's not used to shoot better. My argument is not used to catch and shoot. He always shoots what do you mean, off the Mello's, dribble. No, that's, why don't? Why isn't Melo being used more as a six-man? Because Melo didn't want to come off the bench. Well, tough. They, yeah, that's my thought I there. Agree. He should be six-man. Because then he could just run shit with the fucking bench mob. Yep, they asked him, and he said he did not want to come off the bench, which I think and is And then they ridiculous. could have a soul classic Melo, though. Still yep. have minute crunch time. Classic Melo behavior. Yep. Yeah, so I 
I think Billy Donovan's too weak of a coach to basically say like, no, you're coming off the bench. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's the biggest mistake with Melo. Melo should just be a guy, just like Jamal Crawford now, like goes out there and just like, hey, we're gonna score a ton of points, and if I'm hot, I'm gonna play down the stretch. I think they should play Melo down the stretch, but also well, they have to. But well, yeah, if he's but, not, if he's but also like, have him be, but also have him beat six men. Just yeah. come in with the subs. I don't know why he doesn't want the lineup. The lineup would be way more balanced if he was coming off the bench yeah. for sure. Um, and you started like Ferguson or Grant instead. I think, yeah, that and then would... still have him come in at crunch time. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand what it's so, like that. It, but and... yeah, I think it's a huge miss for them. That's what they got to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else on Utah OKC before we move on to the, the final series here? No. All right. No. So, last series for Game One tips off tonight, Sunday night. Game Seven. Oh. Game One <laughs> features the Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the Houston Rockets. Uh, Minnesota making their first playoff appearance since what was it, two thousand and one, something like that, two thousand and four, maybe. Uh, it's been a while. Suffice to say, uh, they clinched their spot with a very entertaining win over Denver and the winner go home. Game eighty two. Um, 83 <laughs> <laughs> Yes we beat Denver Fuck we have to play so, Houston say, And their their reward for that Is a matchup with the 65 and 17 Houston Rockets Do you think Tibbs has seen the light of day and like since Tibbs is going to have a heart attack this series <laughs> Tibbs is not going to be the coach Tibbs, next Tibbs, year. Might not, Tibbs might not make it to halftime Of game one Tibbs like, probably flew after the Denver game Were they in Denver or they was in, They were at home, they were at okay, home. So he yeah. probably flew from Minnesota to fucking um, Houston. Houston, and it's just been locked in her office somewhere, watching <laughs> game tape on James Harden. Houston in four. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll go. I mean, I'll go Houston in five. I'm going Houston in seven. Oh my god, you are seven. a weird <laughs> maniac over there. Yeah, I think I think Tim's gonna get a little shoot trouble. from the hip. Yep, we got a hot take, hot take, hot take. Hey, uh, not not to change the subject, but um, I I saw a tweet last night that was amazing. I mean, this will never happen. But if uh, you take your pants off, yeah, right? yeah, just uh, wow. loosen, loosen on the belt a little We're bit. We're getting really comfortable. It said, it said, just realized if LeBron and Paul George go to oh, Houston shit. this offseason. Do you see this? Yeah. This, the starting lineup first names would be Chris, Paul, LeBron, James. Starting lineup last names would be Paul, George, James, Harden. Stay woke, fam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay woke. I don't know how you get there. I don't know how you make that work remotely with money. But I, I did see that tweet. That's Somebody a really just good tweet. slipped me an edible. <laughs> like what? But uh, it's anyways, crazy. sorry, go ahead. I just forgot about that. No, but, uh, it's. I think it's going to be five, and I think it's going to be a hard-fought five, uh, because Minnesota has actually some of the pieces that can create hard matchups. For isn't Jimmy back? Jimmy's back. Yeah, yeah he's back. Uh, so I think you throw Jimmy at Harden a lot of the time. Uh, I think Carl Anthony Towns can get his still. Basically, like Clint Capella is not going to shut him down. Shut him down. I got Rockets in five. Yeah, I forgot to say it earlier. Yeah, no, I guess I mean I, I, I got five, but I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a hard fought five. I think it do might you, be five with like an overtime win in there or something. Do you have your hood up because we talk about Carmelo? Yes. No, I <laughs> never, that. never forget hoodie Mello. Never forget. Still looks like ET. Because I don't have it all the way down. Not all the way down. Nothing. Now you look like a Jedi. Sweet <laughs> Sith Lord. Awesome. Jimmy looked good um, in that last game too. Jimmy looked really he looked, good. He really. Kind of was the reason why they won. Yep, he looked fresh. Um, Andrew Wiggins was big down the stretch, actually. That was one of his better games Towns hit a three at the end, right? Yep, yeah. Towns played really, really well. It's a really talented eight seed. It's a really talented eight seed. It's just a really good one seed as well. Well, they did have Jimmy go off for a little bit, so I mean... That's... Oh, yeah, Jimmy missed a good chunk of time. Yeah. yeah. When Jimmy got hurt, they were the three seed. 
um, which is why I think that this could be a more competitive series than the, the Vegas lines would indicate. Houston's an 11-point favorite for tonight. Who's their starting point guard? Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague. And he had a good game, too, last mm-hmm. game. I was really surprised. Had a big floater. Played some good. He's been bad for them, though, in general. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Minnesota fans are pretty frustrated by him. You know who's playing good for Minnesota? Not, I forget how to pronounce his last name, but it's like Hezonia. Hezonia? You mean Belitza? Belitza. Belitza, yeah, yeah. Hezonia yeah, is Super Mario. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about it. No, Nemanja, Nemanja like, Belitza. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck Belitza. are you guys talking about? No, no he's been playing good for Nemanja them. Belitza, what is he, though? He's like a stretch forward. What is he? He's a person that plays basketball <laughs> for the I Minnesota I wanted to know his position. <laughs> what is I, one of those? How to be fair, I completely screwed up his name. Wait, who does Belitza play for? Belitza? Well, you're thinking Hezonia, right? You're thinking Hezonia. Hazonia, Eastern European guys Hazonia, all Hazonia play together. For the Magic. I'm from Belitza, Turkey. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Nurkic or Jokic? I don't know what I am doing. I want to be good, just like the Turkish delights, Omira Sheik. <laughs> I'm from Turkey. I don't know. Omira Sheik sets the hottest screens. But yeah, no, Belitza has been solid this year, shooting over 41 percent from threes. Um, Shit. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah he's, he's. Can I see him? He's, Is he a handsome fellow? Um, hold on. <laughs> Is he a handsome fellow? Are you a married fella? I mean, I guess he's you know he's a guy. He's a white guy who looks like a white I guy. I haven't seen that name pop up in two K. Is basically what I'm talking about. Weed in sports, but uh, <laughs> that's the next segment. Yeah, we're getting there. Hold on. Um, yeah, like I said, I just I, I hope I hope it's a better series. Um, but I, I I think it's probably a five gamer, and the Rockets just have a lot of weapons and they're really they're really clicking this year. They're well coached. Um, this is like D'Antoni's revenge tour. So I think the NBA is going to have to deal with them now. Um, Harden, MVP, most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Clint Capella has had a fantastic season for them. I like Clint Capella. Averaging a double-double. Um, Eric Gordon, they can throw at you. Uh, Ryan Anderson, I think, is going to be available for the post for the at some point. I know he's been oh, out with an ankle injury. Yeah, I think he'll be available at some point. Um, That's the thing. Minnesota can, can play D, but... So many weapons. The Rockets can just throw a lot at you. I, and the uh, Luke Richard and Bob Mute injury might hurt a little bit for Houston. He got hurt in that meaningless game where 75-year-old Andre Ingram went off for uh, Los Angeles. Yo. <laughs> that shit was That was dope, though. <laughs> it was, though. It was. No, it was. But, like, they showed the picture, and they're like, 32-year-old rookie. And I looked at him, and I was like, that guy's not 32. No. Oh, his hair was white as fuck. It was yeah. so white. Like, his hair was just salt. It was not salt and pepper. His first shot was so ugly, but yeah, it all just... Of his, that's his shot, though. It just went look, in. That's his form. And I was like, Dude, what? I don't think he's strong enough to have a good shot. I watched, and this was... <laughs> he was not hey, bad. Low-key. I have, he, like, yeah, he, like, pushes it, yeah. yeah. And then he, like, leans towards it. Like, he's, like, willing the ball into the basket. Yeah. But I watched a D-League three-point contest that night. It was the finals was him versus Jimmer Fredette. Oh. Yes, sir. Who won that? Andre Ingram killed him. Oh. Andre Ingram hit like 13 in a row at one point. It was fucking crazy. Oh. I was watching it, and it was like, damn. It was Andre Ingram was balling out. So it was a cool story. I mean, it's something for a, t- a team that has no hope at that point in the season to do, I guess. That is a great Saturday night. Watching the NBA D League three point contest, couple of brewskis. <laughs> not last <laughs> night. Oh, not last, I did oh. it the night he. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I did it the night he snaps. I did it that. It was like a Tuesday. That is a pretty good Tuesday. Turn it up me. on a yeah, Tuesday. That is a pretty good Tuesday night for me, actually. Um, it'd be a pretty solid Thursday or Friday some weeks. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't joking. I mean, that's a good night. That's up there. That's like in my like upper like twenty percent of activities. Um, but, uh, yeah, Andre Angry Man, that was a cool story. That was, that was pretty neat. And then, like I said, Bucks won a coin flip, so they kept their pick. I don't know if you guys noticed that. 
Oh, they kept the pick. The Bucks, I didn't the know Bucks about pick that. was protected. I mean, yeah, it was like protected outside of like, like it wasn't protected until like sixteen, basically. It was coin flip protected. Like no. they flipped a coin for real because they had yeah. on my life they flipped a coin. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah. the Bucks were either going to be sixteen or seventeen. If it was sixteen, the pick went to Phoenix for the blood so deal. If it was seventeen, they kept it. So the Bucks lost the coin flip, but they kept the pick. Because they lost, so they had the lower pick. So Miami got 16, Bucks got 17, but the Bucks kept the pick. There was, wow. Yeah. Yeah, the Bulls won their They don't have to give up a pick next year, do they? They might, it's okay. pr- but it's pr- it's protections are similar again next year. Um, the Bulls won their coin flip as well. So the Boy. Bulls, the Bulls prior to the lottery, the Bulls are officially the number six pick. Um, so if, like, bad. yeah. So if like the lottery stayed the same and like one, two, three actually got one, two, three, the Bucks, the, the, the Bulls would pick sixth. Uh, they have the same percentage odds as Sacramento, but unless Sacramento jumps them, the Bulls pick ahead of them. So Sacramento probably jump them. <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> losing it. You guys got to fill in for me here. I lost. Uh... I think the Bulls, um, the Bulls might pick Colin Sexton. What do you know about Colin Sexton? Sexton is it Richie Sexton's kid? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I just tinkled a little. <laughs> Fair guess, though, right? <laughs> Pretty good it's guess. It's been a long time since we took a break. No, Colin Sexton or um, Jaron Jackson. Your your mic's good. It was for your headphones. Oh, okay. Okay, your, cool. Your headphones yeah. gone? All right. I, I, was, I had to turn on my headphones. Turn my headphones uh, up. I'm yeah. pretty sure you plugged them into the wrong outlet, though. But you don't need your headphones. Was that what, Where was it plugged in? It's, uh... uh <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. Should we take a break and then come back and talk about weed and sports? Oh, uh, talk about yeah. weed and sports, yeah. We can always talk about weed and sports. Well, I actually well, have to go. Uh, yeah. What time are we at? 6.13. No, like, uh, time-wise. Oh, oh. I, yeah, because I can totally read that from here. I'm not talking to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're about, we're like an hour and a half anyways. Yeah, that's good. I'm good. All right, signing out. Any any bigger predictions, too? Any, like, last words, last thoughts? Bang, bang. Sure bet. Gang? Sure bet. Sure bet. Sure bet. Sure bet. All right, so for Jabroni Sports, I am AJ First and Out. I was joined by Gonzo. Gonzo. Trey Montuano. Trey. And Johnny. And Johnny Montuano. <laughs> See you all in a couple weeks. Hey,